0: Thank Sports Radio 560, WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call
1: 567-0560, toll-free for David Brower or Pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast. Now,
0: Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. What is
2: a Buffalo Bill? If God had a bomb And took a hit And would he act like Cheech and Chong Yes And get some munchies And make brownies filled with past And would he share it With Jesus and the saints those highest heads and yeah, yeah, pot is great and yeah, yeah, pot is good and yeah, 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 yeah. what if God smokes cannabis, smoking pot like one of us. All right. Getting high on the back of the bus, just in the most of getting stoned on a Greyhound bus to long to get some bad kin homegrown, a couple of time back to take home. Smoke up Big Bob Marley on his throne. No fun in heaven, lift your
3: stone. That's what they tell me, 1002 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, let me just start with the good news, okay? The good news is that finally, and as usual, I'm way, way ahead of my time. I mean a million years. How many months ago did we have the thing from Abercrombie & Bitch that I brought in the catalog? After reading the Jeff Popovich of the UM Hurricanes, that's what made it a big story. Not the fact that one of the guys was a real hunk, okay? And the brother, eh. From the neck down, I'll tell you what, uh, you're okay, Doug. From the neck down. From the uh, chin up, it looks like you play a mean chin ball. is about all I can say about Doug Popovich. And by the way, hurricane, f***ing blow! The Sun Sentinel in their lifestyle section today, if you've been wondering all this stuff about Jeff and Doug Popovich, Jeff who plays football for UM, by the way, and is a very manly guy. There's their pictures. There's that Abercrombie and, uh, and bitcha picture right there on the front page of the Lifestyle section in this morning's Sun Sentinel muscle models. And then there's a picture below in which I think you're starting to get the idea that uh, Doug from the, uh, from the neck up, like I said, plays a mean chin ball, but that's about it. But nevertheless, good guys. And we had that on months and months and months ago that we had that available for you, all this good information, and people were writing in for the Abercrombie and Fitch catalogs. Well, now you don't have to write in or go out and buy it because there's the picture that you were looking for, all you fags, I mean, all you ladies out there. There's the picture you want, Jeff and Doug swinging from the old rope, doing the old swing from the rope routine like Tarzan and uh, Ed. And guess what, Jeff, just like it, it's the same picture. Naked as a jaybird, except he's got those pantaloons on that come up to about the middle of his Rectum. and that's about it. It's about time these macho guys started showing their true colors. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. I think you do. Before we give you an update on the Center One debacle, such as it is, and I'm going to try to keep you posted every minute of every day, if I can find anything out. Before we do that, let me just say this. Mike Mayo, Michael Mayo, remember Mike Mayo who didn't apologize to Dave Uh Halberstam for suggesting that he get and lied to us on the air last year? Uh Right, liar, liar, your pants are on fire. But finally, it goes to show you, if you throw enough stuff up in the air, sooner or later some of it will come down and stick to the ground. Mike Mayo actually writes a very, very uh, accurate column this morning. Matchup proves utterly boring. See, let me just explain something to you. There are sports fans like me. I'm a sports fan, I have been all my life less now than I used to be because they've watered it down so badly and, you know, with all the expansion and dilution that the excitement level is uh, not nearly what it used to be. I mean, anybody like me who's got the small dish who saw the Patriots Browns game on Sunday, I mean, that, that was an embarrassing, humiliating, disgraceful game. I mean, just, and are, so are most of them. So all this hoopla, all this song of the dance, all this big, you know, See, the sports nerds, they don't know the difference. They can't tell you anything. They, they have no clue what's really going on. And so they get whipped up in the hype and the hoopla. Oh, we could be special. That's what the JJJ says. The extra J, by the way, stands for jailbird. I'm going to use three J's for Jimmy now. Jailbird Johnson. He never met a jailbird he
4: didn't like.
5: We could be something. Yeah, you're something, all right.
3: Can I, can I sum it up in one word what you are, Jimmy, and your whole organization, your team? Crap. That's the word. Crap. How come nobody who calls in and none of the mavens, see, I'm, I'm just a fag, you know, I'm, I'm the one that always puts down the sports nerds and rightfully so because they don't know what they're talking about. How come all these experts 20 hours a day on the station talking crap? Who did they beat? They beat Denver in the first game, who by the way, haven't won a game all year. They're all in four. And in the second game, just like I told you, they squeaked by one of the worst teams in the history of professional football,
5: Arizona. I mean, just the Cardinals are so bad, it's embarrassing. Just pathetic, even with Jake the Snake. They're, they're a joke. And you knew that because they just barely squeaked by with a late field goal in
3: the first weekend of the season to beat the lowly, pathetic minor league Philadelphia Eagles. Anybody knew that. But, oh, every year it's the same story in this town with these Dolph fans. We're talking Super Bowl, da And they win a couple of games, and so right away, all of a sudden they come back to earth. We could be really, really Crappy. I think it's just like Denise Potvin said. Let's use that word. We could be really, really sheedy is, I think, the word. Yeah, like Allie Sheedy. However you, how do you spell that? How does she spell her name? S-H-E-E-T. Uh, how do you spell that? Something like that. That's what that looks like to me. And then they're all calling, and then they're all, like, trying to find excuses. And, oh, Cecil Diesel. Yeah, that was good. Less than three yards of carry last night. My grandma could carry the ball better than Cecil Diesel. okay? Same old stuff. No running game. There's no, there's no offense. There's nothing. You try to tell me that a national football league, a game is exciting when you watch the teams, you know, desperately. First down, another first down, maybe another one, and then uh, sputter, out, sputter out, sputter out, sputter out, sputter out,
5: another field goal, another field goal. I mean, I went to bed before that game was over, and thank God for that. I watched the
3: Mets-Reds game, parts of that. Oh, terminal terminal coma inducing but you know something i got to say one thing for the cincinnati fans they didn't know for sure until the night before because the game was delayed by rain on sunday 7 hour rain delay and they beat milwaukee 7 to 1 the night before to get to ensure that they were in the playoff for the wild card in the national league with the mets so they had to sell out all the tickets Yesterday, there was none of this, oh, you know, we only had five days. It was a short week likely here in this town when they can't sell out a Dolphin game. 54,000-plus every seat at Riverfront was sold out last night. They had just a matter of hours, you know, from whenever they opened up 7 o'clock yesterday morning, I'm assuming, or whenever they opened up the goddamn gates in Cincinnati. They had just a matter of hours to sell that
5: game out, playoff game, and they did every single seat. How do you like that? You think that would have happened here? No. No. In a million years. No.
3: That's why, like I keep telling you, when you listen to these sports crap, it's not sports rap; it's sports crap. that goes on on this station. You listen, to, you you know, you watch the event yourself, and you listen to these people, and you wonder what what are they watching? What kind of drugs are they doing? How come they're not sharing it with us? What are they thinking about? This was a game last night. This was excitement. This was the worst swill. And all I could think about while I'm sitting there in the comfort of my living room, channel surfing, watching back the Leaf game. Nice going there, Leaf. Oh. Nice going, Cujo. I'm watching some of that. I'm watching the Mets uh, annihilate the uh, Reds. And I'm watching this crap. And I'm thinking to myself, thank God it's not me sitting there like a sucker like I used to on a
5: 50-yard line with the rain pouring down. I'm thinking of Fat Rich is sitting there with a poncho on. Even a Cisco
3: kid never saw ponchos like they got there at that goddamn ball game because you hear these crazy people sitting out there getting pneumonia to watch a performance, paying through the nose, $30 to park. It's not just a question of losing. This is why I stopped going because the quality of the product sucks. It blows. And to charge people that kind of money, and even when you get the tickets for free, even when you get the parking for free, To put up with the elements and to put up with the drunks and to put up with the the bull crap that goes on? (laughs) Forget it. I'll stay home and pick and choose and watch as much as I can stomach on TV, and that's enough for
5: me. So I hope you had a good time there last night. Embarrassing. We could be really special. Maybe we could get a a good
3: shrink for uh, Jailbird Johnson. You think so? Get him straightened out a little bit. This
0: station
2: stands for nothing.
0: Do you be tired of those annoying stains on your driveway? Like oil and rust and and even blood. Hi, I'm O.J. Simpson. And all you got to do is give us a call here at the Water Nappy Stain Removal Service. Why, with just one call, I'll send my personal friend, the Water Nappy, to your home to remove stains from the floor of your driveway with a personal squatting message.
6: At O.J.'s Water National Stain Removal Service, no job is too small.
0: we are kill
2: for your business.
6: Not to mention I'm available for bondments, tournaments, and charities.
2: Let's go. 1015 at
3: 560 WQM. Here's a lady uh in Sunny Isles. Hello.
6: Yes, hello. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Neil.
3: Good morning.
2: Neil, this is Mrs. T.B. A la tata.
3: Oh, it's a crazy lady. Okay, yeah. Don't call us, okay? We'll call you. We saw her, by the way, Saturday at the Specs. In fact, I forgot about that to mention that that was the only negative of the whole day. This is a certifiable person. I should have known as soon as I saw we had a lady like right out of the box. I haven't even said hello yet, and I saw a lady on there. I should have known that. It was not somebody anybody in their right mind would want to speak to, but nevertheless. So anyway, uh, Clear, it's in both the business sections in both papers today. And, of course, the Sun Sentinel being just a little bit more accurate than the Herald. They got it right about Clear Channel is buying AMFM Corporation for $16.6 billion as Clear Channel eventually will own every radio station in America because that's the way the FCC likes it. Monopoly is bad for everybody in the business, bad for the audience, but good for Clear Channel and their stockholders. Now, the Herald has got it right because EDR is owned, was owned by AMFM, but as we had reported to you here weeks ago on his show – uh, AMFM spun that off to, in exchange for KFI, to Cox Broadcasting, our former bosses. But the Herald, of course, as usual, the Herald just can't get stuff right. You know what? Yesterday they had a little piece, even in the kids section, they had a piece about 98 degrees, but instead of 98 degrees, it had 980. 980 instead of 98 degrees. The rock group. I mean, it did just, and then they had a picture. The story is about 98 degrees, but the picture was a picture of the Backstreet Boys. I mean, you guys at the Herald, do you know anything over there? Is there anything you can say besides? Yeah. Besides that? No. Oh. Yeah, the deal announced Monday gives Clear Channel some of the hottest stations on the dial, including South Florida's WEDR, it says. Wrong. Well, no. Because WEDR already been spun off to a Cox for KFI. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's, I mean, I realize it's just nitpicking, but there you are again. If you know it's if it's in the Herald, don't ever believe it, no matter what it is. If it said it's gonna if it's gonna if it's gonna, if it's gonna rain somewhere in the world today, still don't believe it. Make sure it, uh, you look out the window.
1: Oh, are they beautiful.
3: So anyway, getting back to the center, one thing. Let me give you a little bit of history, okay? And we're very, continue to be mortified, suicidal psychotic, embarrassed, humiliated, but you know something? You can only do so much. Well, before I get into that, let me just ask you a hypothetical question. Now, everybody who listens to this radio station remembers when Hank Goldberg was suspended, which, of course, the whole thing was absolutely ridiculous for complaining about that crap food at that ballpark, <laughs> which everybody knows it was right on target about. That was funny. It was, uh, yeah. Three weeks. And of course, not only were there memos about it, from what I'm told, I wasn't working here then, but it was in the newspapers. It was all over uh, TV. Michael Putney did a show on it, had Hank on the air. It was like a big news story. When Joe Rose got suspended for however long it was, a couple of days, because he bitched out the program director and made him cry, I mean, uh, that we got a memo about it. uh, We had it on the air. It was in the newspapers. It was a story. Now, let me just give you a hypothetical. Suppose somebody in Greg Reed's inner circle one of those untouchables. I'm always talking about those four or five people. Suppose he was put in a position where he just absolutely couldn't, uh, he had to suspend one of those people. Do You think we'd be able to put it on the air? No. No. Wouldn't that be kind of embarrassing? I mean, wouldn't that be a separate set of standards? Uh-huh. That, you know, the, the high-paid people that bring in the audience, they get suspended and they're subjected to ridicule and whatever else, and one of the underlings, I'm just, again, hypothetically, if they ever got suspended, I bet you we wouldn't be able to put it on the air. No. No, I think you're right. I find that very peculiar. But, again, it's like everything else here. We have a separate set of rules, one set of rules for all the rest of it, like, like I told you before, like a kindergarten, like a grade school, like a little tiny sandbox with pails and shovels, because that's the way it works here. And no matter how much of a pro, no matter how much of an adult, no matter what you accomplish, what you bring in here, it makes no difference, because unless you're part of the inner circle, you got Taurus, baby. you got real problems, which is why yesterday, I, I guarantee you, if I would have had a gun, let me just give all you people out there a little piece of advice. Do not have a weapon. Do not have a gun, because when you get to feeling like I did yesterday around uh, 245 when I got home, if I would have had a gun, I would have blown my brains out, and that's the goddamn truth, just to relieve the pressure. You ever have that that pressure in your head so bad that you felt like, oh, if I could just get a hole in the head like the one that Greg's got, if I could just open up a hole in my head and let the pressure, pressure out, oh, God, I feel so much better now. That's how I felt. And, again, all this embarrassment with Center One, with these CDs and all this mess that's going on, it's not, uh, you know, it's a direct responsibility of the ineptitude of this radio station because I'll tell you how it really works. All those many, many years before we came, had the misfortune to come over here, all those many years that we put out the best of Neil for Center One and for uh, Camilla House and other charities, The radio station promotion department naturally handled all the details of getting the artwork done, of getting the uh, CDs pressed, of getting, you know, the the actual uh, hard stuff put together so that we would have it when we went out and get it in all the stores wherever they were going to distribute it. Because that's the way it works in a real radio station. A, the radio station puts up the front money, the expenses, to get these things done, which they did every year at WYOD because that was a real, you know, under Cox and under Paxson. Both, Paxton were never never batted an eyelash, no problem at all. They were happy to do it. Couldn't, uh, fell over their feet. They were so, and, and I'm not exaggerating, I'm not being sarcastic, they were happy to do it. Put up their front money, had their promo- promotion department handle every detail. The only thing we did was pick which cuts were going to go on a CD and a cassette, and then I would, give, you know, make a master, give it to George, he would, uh, you know, type up all the uh, information for the label, and then pass it on to the promotion department, and they would make sure that it got done professionally. Now, that's the way it gets done in a real radio station. Here we came to WQM. Now, you'll recall that we missed the year for Center One while I was in limbo when Paxson paid me off not to work for seven months. And why did we miss a year that we didn't raise any money for Center One in 97? Yeah, and the real reason being that they didn't want, which I found out beyond a shadow of a doubt, they were afraid that they were going to have to put up the front money to print those CDs before the money came in. Before, because obviously there are very few businesses out there they're going to print all this stuff up and uh, you know press all these CDs without some front money. And Center One being a charity that operates very close to the vest, since it's not one of those you know where they have a lot of money laying around for fat cat bureaucrats, none of the money goes for
5: that crap is not in a position to be putting out thousands of dollars to uh, do these
1: things in the beginning.
5: So that's why we missed
3: the entire year of 97. And, again, it was very embarrassing and very frustrating, even after we had been promised that, oh, yes, they were very anxious to do it, yada, yada. And then the excuse, one of the excuses that was made was, well, that was the first year that this station was carrying the Dolphins and that they had to prepare the whole Dolphin Network and for the Dolphin. And, of course, you'll recall that that was the year that they had so much trouble getting the Dolphin postgame shows on the year. In fact a couple never did get on the air, remember that? Yeah Yeah Betty he remembers it. He was like he was also ready to blow his brains out. I'll recall that very uh, vividly. Because they couldn't get the post game show on the
5: air. So then we come to WQAM. And last year, with plenty of advance warning. Does the station put up the front money to get the CDs pressed in the
3: beginning? No. No. No, Neil has to write his check, which, which quite frankly, I mean, I don't mind because I write that same check for the same amount every year and I have for many, many years, okay, for several thousand dollars. But it just it just rubs you the wrong way, the idea that you have to put up the front money because this multimillion-dollar corporation that fancies itself as a real broadcasting company, this company is too goddamn cheap to put up the front money because we got to give too much money to John Henry and Wayne. And so Neil had to put up the front money last year to get those CDs pressed. Did the promotions department get involved in uh, no. those things that I just described? No. 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 Not in any way, shape, or form, manner at all. None. Zero.
5: As in totally zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay. How do you like that? Not at all. So it was left to George. This
3: became another dimension of George's job. Now oh, all of a sudden it's up to George, and like I've, I've been telling you, it's like we're operating in a vacuum. It's like all of these other people who are running around this place, and believe me, there's a zillion of them. Oh, those people aren't here for the Neil Rogers show. Those people are here for the sports shows. Now you got it. Now you understand. Those people aren't here to give any assistance to that show from 10 to 2. That's a constant irritant to us and a source of pain in the ass, even though it's got those gigantic ratings and bringing in all those millions of dollars in profit so that we can afford to put on these goddamn ball games all the time. No, these people are here to assist the other shows, not the Neil Rogers show. That fancy, fancy studio that they got in there for the morning show and Hank show and for Ed Kaplan, that's not for the Neil Rogers show. That's for those guys. That's a sports thing. That's important. That make-believe phantom studio that Neil has got, well, like their attorney said for this company, hey, if he's got to do a show out of a phone booth, too bad, we're paying him a lot of money. That's the comment. (laughs) Right. That's the commitment that's been made. So to make a long story short, we had a record-breaking year last year for Center One. We raised over $150,000. Thanks to Borders and thanks to, uh, you know, a lot of you people out there. And thanks to the fact that George did a lot of good work and uh, we got together with some people who, you know, did a good job for us, putting out a quality product. Looked good. They sounded good. Everything was great. No problems. Now we come to this year. And we've only known now for a long, long time. I mean, we do this every year pretty much at the same time. We used to be in November, December, and January. We moved it to October through December because, you know, after December, after the end of the new year, uh interest used to kind of tail off after the holidays. So we thought that this way, doing it the last three months of the year, we'd be able to raise more money. And last year, it turned out that was the case, because at the holiday time, it was a real great – it's a great gift thing, you know.
5: And it worked just exactly like we thought, like a charm. So once again, this year,
3: we come to a situation. Was the station going to put up the front money? No. No. Again, we're talking a few thousand dollars. Absolute refusal they will not put up the front money to print these discs or to, to do anything. For Center one. They like getting their name on the CD. You know, it's right there. Right There's a little station logo right on the front. They like getting some of the credit, even though they don't lift a finger. Well, I take that back. We did see the golf tournament. I'm sorry about that. I won't tell you which finger they lifted. I think it was on both hands, by the way. I think it was that middle digit on both hands that they lifted in that great celebrity golf tournament. Dude, we want to do something special for you. We want to give you some special assistance. So there you go. Here's this golf tournament. Let's see if you can withstand the embarrassment without committing suicide. And by the way, Duff, the drilling that you told me was going to stop about 25 minutes ago, it's still going on. I just I just mentioned that in passing. Not looking to start trouble again today because we had enough of that yesterday. But the drilling is going on again now. I was here from a quarter to nine this morning until this moment. From a quarter to nine until five minutes to ten. Was there any drilling? Was there any kind of construction going on that was audible? No. Was there any noise? No. No. And now that we're on the air in this studio doing a radio show, it's like that. Right under my rectum. How do you like that? But that should be our biggest problem. You know what I'm saying? 26 past 10 at 560, WQM to be continued. I'll continue with the ongoing saga of the Center One fundraiser and our CDs and the ineptitude and the incompetence in our brilliant promotion department (laughs) in a moment.
0: All right, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers.
2: Oh, 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 oh! All right! In your latest report, you said you didn't start cocaine. Okay. <laughs> We think that Bush is lying I bet he did a line Cocaine <laughs> George's kid bet he did a whole lid <laughs> Cocaine <laughs> Seven years it's Like to check his urine Cocaine Word what the hell? He only liked the smell of cocaine. He's down on your hands, knees He did lines, he did lunch, he did Cocaine. George W. Bush, cocaine. No. He was just a little bit to see if it was real, I thought
3: well, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I mean, you can't taste it. Christ, who wants to put that in their mouth? 1033 at 560 WQM. That drilling's getting awful loud right now, and I thought they only had a couple more holes to drill before they finished with that thing on there is what I was told. Huh? Wow! They're going to come through the goddamn floor any second. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Man. I don't know if that goes on air or not, but if I could tell you, it's like somebody was, if somebody had a, a, a pneumatic drill about three inches inside your rectum, rectum you might enjoy it, actually. So anyway, getting back to our story, because obviously this is going to go on at great length. and I was lied to again. I don't want to say that our program director lied, because then he'll start breaking out in tears again. But I mean, uh, oh, it, it's it's too loud. It's just it's uh, unacceptable at this point. Okay,
7: we'll just play music. This well, like I facts. said,
3: from nine from nine or from eight forty five until nine fifty five, there was never a peep, even little bow, not a peep. And now all of a sudden, they're, they're, it's like they put it into another gear. It's like, oh, we're going to show that faggot thing or
5: two.
3: And it just like they got it right under the studio, like right under the uh, goddamn door here. Give it a frickin' rest. They had yesterday from 2. Hank did a show, as I told you, out from the ballpark. So from 2 o'clock till after midnight, they had to do all the hocking and knocking and drilling and uh, all the noise. No problem at all. There wasn't one show out of this building after 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon until Eddie came on or whoever way after the game and the post game, and, and everybody was asleep. No, let's do it in the middle of the day right under the Fat bag Studio, okay, to show him a thing or two because we
5: don't like his goddamn attitude. Crazy people. Stop holding up the construction, will you? Oh, that's right. Hey, listen, I'm doing them a
3: favor. The slower the construction, the less they're going to have to pay out. That's the way it works around here. And by the way, are we making any progress on that construction? No. Anything that you can see with the naked eye? No. 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 Seven months later, and there's still, oh, a little nail over here, a little, a little. (laughs) You have never seen anything go this slowly because we pay them piecemeal. We pay them by the hour by the minute, by the second. And as soon as our $50 is expired, they're gone. So they'll be out of here real quick. They're probably done for the day after they do the last couple of drills. So getting back to our Center One campaign this year, the WQN put up the front money. And by the way, now you can tell the story because you uh, did all this, and I don't want to get you in you know big hot water here, you and your good friend Dara, since you never learned your lesson, and I try to tell you about this. I mean, if anybody should know about the
7: salespeople here, you of all people should know beside me. Yeah, that they're a collection of crazy people, but she had nothing to do with this other than uh, putting the meeting together, like Taglia. She is. The, she was the pimp. She was the pimp. That's right. She's the one that got you involved with these people. That is correct. These people. Right, right, with a very glitzy promotional tape, very artsy fartsy, right. Very, uh, right. very and nice. These people, uh, by the way, completely... we didn't
3: need the front money this year, which even though
7: I did get right. my check on
3: Saturday at Specs, and I could have given it at any time I can spare, you know, the because I'm going to give it anyway. But nevertheless, it was very nice that they didn't demand and any. any it, uh,
7: all the expenses up front and everything, right. and had a very they... big conference room with a right. big fancy table and very excited. Big fans of the show. Big fans of everything that we've done. Right. Uh, Before, uh, can't wait to get involved. And
3: by the way, Luann, mind your own goddamn business, okay? And butt out, you stupid lying bitch. How do you like that? She calls up here our sales manager, Luann, who did such a great job on that golf tournament, by the way. (laughs) Along with her uh, boyfriends. Did a great job there, sweetheart. Just stay out of this, okay? Just continue to give us as much involvement in the center one thing as you have all along. None. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Just uh, open the door and go away. That's our message to Luann. Go away. Calls up George on the intercom this morning about 920. And, oh, well, why didn't you do this? And why did you do that? Why didn't you use the people you did last year? Just what we need is her meddling and interfering once again just because she's part of that inner circle jerk. We don't need your help, okay? Because, obviously, we're not going to get any at this radio station. We're on our own. We have our own little project here. And we're going to have to try to resurrect it the best we can. And we're working on it very uh, expeditiously. To be continued in a moment because we've got to get the spots in it. That's all we're here for is to make sure. I mean, you know, I was not going to come in today at all, as a matter of fact, and all of a sudden, uh, a lot of things happen around here. Rather childish, but what do you expect in a sandbox, but childish behavior. When you threaten not to come in, all of a sudden, oh, my God, look, things are happening over there. I left a voicemail for Greg Reed yesterday afternoon about 245, probably the most hysterical voicemail in the history of the human race, and rightfully so, by the way. That that was at the moment, which, like I said before, if I would have had a gun, I would have blown my brains out, or somebody else's. Maybe just a little dog, you know. Huh? That that probably would have What did Joe Rose do to you? No, not that little dog. Although, you know, now that you mention it, yeah, he's kind of—oh, he's so full of crap anyway. You know, him and Marino, I think they sleep together. I really do. I think he's sleeping with Danny Boy, or at least a blow-up doll. Talk about a shill. Talk about. I, I heard about two minutes of that, and I popped my CD in the player so fast this morning you couldn't you couldn't blink, naked or otherwise. You couldn't blink 182. I popped that baby in there so fast in the CD too. Once I heard his excuses and his shilling, oh, his shilling. But at any rate, don't start picking on him. <laughs>
2: I would invoke for you. No. No matter what you do. Uh, no. I don't care how hard you try. All you guys do is cheat and lie. I'm so tired of our VP And I think that past you can be so creepy Bradley is the next jock And Forbes is just a joke And George W. Bush sent the 80s snorting coats I wouldn't vote for you yeah No matter what you do No I don't care how hard you try All you guys do is cheat and lie 10:43 or
3: 560 wqm Before I get back to uh, our center one, and by the way, just hang on. If you already bought your CD and uh, or cassette or whatever, just hang on to them tightly. Use them as coasters or whatever you want for a while. And then as soon as we get the new ones, the replacements, which should be, uh, we'll get to that, uh, we'll swap them for you, okay? Is that okay? Is it okay? Okay. Thank you. I just mentioned in passing, before I get back to that, uh, to show you what a bunch of assholes we have in our local newspapers. Although it's not in the same paper, but nevertheless, it's in the same county. In one, in one paper, I guess this is the Sun Sentinel on page 3B today, baseball stadium idea has support. This is in Fort Lauderdale. They pulled a bunch of so-called leaders, leaders, not just your ordinary peons and taxpayers, but a bunch of leaders. And like a majority, like it was like 36 to 26, said, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then 26 of them said,
2: I must be crazy. I must be nuts.
3: Something like that. And also in a herald about
5: Broward, though, this morning, it says, schools bursting at the seams again. Officials seriously underestimate the surge of students. How do you like that? Classes look big.
3: I don't know the exact number, but they're big, said Ellen Corman, who has children in both Western and Weston's overcrowded to Trace Middle School. The kids just aren't clicking this year, she said, of Western,
5: maybe because there are three different campuses in three different cities. The burgeoning, overflowing school population with kids.
3: Pretty soon they have having kids go to school in dumpsters. That will be next. But let's come up with some creative ways. We'll take some car rental money. We'll take some money over here to pacify. I'm going to tell you, any of you politicians in Fort Lauderdale, including you asshole Tim Smith, the city commissioner, you know, that's what you ought to be on the phone. All you people in Fort Lauderdale right now, for days to come, ought to be on the phone. We can get his office number, okay? Somebody will call us and get us the office number for Fort Lauderdale City Commissioner Tim Smith. He's an asshole. He's the one that's pushing this goddamn thing. He's the main supporter for sticking a stadium in there, which there is absolutely no place, no way, no how, that downtown Fort Lauderdale can accommodate a stadium, number one. And number two, the idea that tax money is going to go for it When we have all these kids, the schools are bursting at the seams. That's exactly what, there's the headline, schools bursting at the seams again in Broward. And here's a local asshole politician who wants to come up with some tax money. So can we build some schools with it? No. No, So we can build a stadium for a a goddamn uh, multi-billionaire. I must be
1: crazy. I must be nuts.
3: Shame on you. You crazy person, you, Tim Smith. And it's not a question of whose pocket is it coming out of. It's a question of here's tax dollars that are being raised in the local community, and you're going to put them for a goddamn stadium? You maniac. You crazy person, you. You people, I'm telling you, you better get on the horn right now and get on the phone and tell this man he better take some smart pills real fast. Irresponsible, out of the question. The answer very clearly, very plainly, once you take care of education, once you take care of all the kids in South Florida, Dade and Broward and Palm
5: Beach, then you start worrying about millionaires and billionaires. As if we should live so long that that's going to happen here. Do
7: you want to phone to
3: yeah, what's Tim Smith's phone number? Commissioner Tim Smith in Fort Lauderdale. He's an
7: asshole. 728-9290.
3: 728-9290. 728-9290. Okay, that's Tim Smith, city commissioner in Fort Lauderdale, who evidently is the main pimp on this move to try to uh, swing this thing through there. He's the one who conducted this informal poll to see if they can come up with support to build a stand to make him look good, to make him into a hero so he can stick his, his head way into
5: uh, John Henry's rectum. right? Don't you guys get it? The answer is no, no, no. It ain't going to happen, no.
3: Even my good friend Howard Kleinberg in his column in the Herald this morning talking about uh, rain and just like the, all those people that got pneumonia last night at P.P. Park and all these uh, stadium business, he says, hey, he doesn't mind, John Henry can build it anywhere he wants with his own money. With his own money. Not with anybody's tax money. We'll tell you that right now. Let me say it again. Just say no. Tim Smith and other crazy people like John
5: and Henry, okay? John Henry that holds this station hostage with those broadcast fee rights. Unbelievable. Millions and millions of dollars for dreck, for crap,
3: for swill that most of the so-called sports writers and commentators in this market don't have the balls to describe for what it is. Garbage. Garbage. Swill that you expect the hard-working public to go out there and subsidize with their hard-earned dollars and can't figure out why you're looking around and there's nobody there. Oh, let's build this man a stadium. The answer, let me say it again, clearly and loudly, the answer is absolutely effing not. No. No. On the same day, in the same county, here's one article telling us the schools are bursting at the seams because officials have seriously underestimated the surge of students. We don't know where we're going to put them. We don't know where the textbooks are going to come from. We don't know where the food is going to come to feed them at lunchtime.
5: But baseball stadium ID has got support. How do you like that? ha, <laughs> ha. And where are the editorials, by the way, in
3: both of our local newspapers, these yokel local newspapers, where are the editorials decrying the idea that one set of tax money be, be used to build any millionaire or billionaire a goddamn playground? You want to build a playground, build it here for Greg and his buddies, okay? That's where we need a playground, right out in the backyard here. They can all sit in the sandbox. That's right. They can all sit back there going, eh, all day.
7: I'm partial to monkey bars myself. There
3: you
5: go. Monkey bars, huh? Which fits right in with monkey business, which is basically what this place is all about. Monkey business. So anyway, getting back to our center one. So the well, first I got a lot of stuff here. You know what I'm saying?
7: Yes. So we got the stuff to them uh, well under the deadline that uh, that they said we would. To do. these great people that Dara
3: put you in touch with, Dara the pimp. Yes, right. Who used to be in our sales department. Right.
7: And, hey, uh, um, she didn't rip, leave her on real good terms, you know. Did I mention that they were very, uh, Did anyway. I mention
3: that, that Luann told us that? Yeah. You know, helpful Luann? Who also says that she tried to get, uh, Roar! to call OJ and keep him from showing up at the golf tournament, meaning she already knew he was on the way, but nevertheless. What that has to do with the CDs, I don't know.
7: Oh. But anyway, so they sent the masters to the people that actually have to press the discs and insert the sleeves, the manufacturers. that actually They sent
3: the masters to a joint, which I don't want to mention their name on the air yet. But this joint. Well, no, no, they, no.
7: This is the first joint that they sent it to, which I don't even know the name. Out of state, but still on, on American soil. Yeah. So was going to press the stuff. And they started with a bunch of American. Boys, everyone yes. was relaxed. Everyone was happy. But these people, turns out, nobody knew they're Christians. And oh, they became offended this of the by the story, subject yeah. matter mm-hmm. on the disks, and then they sent everything back. A
3: bunch of farbissons are going. And that's why we had to delay, because these good Christians uh, who own this company that were going to press these things in the first place, uh, they heard the material and they uh, said, no. oh, no, praise the Lord. No, no we're not going to do that. We'll all go to hell. That's right. We'll all burn in that hell that. if we push that. So fix, oh, here it is back
7: again. Right. And now, you know. And so, so they found
3: they a bunch of little Mongolian idiots who farm all their stuff out to a bunch of mountain people in Afghanistan. And so they sent the master to their uh, plant in Afghanistan or uh, Bangladesh or wherever it was. And these uh, hill people, these uh, uh, bottom feeders, are the ones that uh, pressed all these CDs. And that's why they look so bad. And that's why they skip and pop and puke and sound like absolute, pure, unadulterated <coughs> crap. And so that's why we got stuck so with we're that. we're getting
7: sent back. And uh, they're going to fix the problem. And as soon as they know when we will get the new and improved and perfect product, yes, we'll know.
8: But uh, see, I, that's well, great. I appreciate, they might that, have no, I appreciate the people fact
1: people that they're doing that, you know. and now
3: they'll have to go to some other company that can Possibly. press CDs, right? But the fact is that we would like I, – I would like a ballpark. Like, is it going to be sometime in my lifetime? Will it be sometime before next Sukkot, since this Sukkot is already over with, I believe? Will it be sometime before next Sukkot? Will it be sometime before uh, the new uh, millennium? These questions are crossing my mind. Because inquiring people, especially those who have already put out their hard-earned money, and especially our dear – see, you know what really – it just tears my guts out. That First of all, it's a good cause. Second of all, our intentions are nothing but the best. Thirdly, we not only had a tremendous number of people show up on Saturday, but the people at specs are – Not good. They're great. They're sensational. I mean, they, they didn't just bend over backward. They jumped through hoops. They jumped through hoops of burning flames. That's how, how difficult it was. I mean, they went through every, uh, effort they possibly could to make us feel at home, to put the display right out there in front to do a great job. They're in, they're gung ho more than anybody has ever been in all the years that I've been involved in doing this. They are really, uh, out to try to do a great job for us. And they, and they did. The only problem is we were selling a bunch of crap. So now they uh, you know, they're in limbo, and uh, we got this mess on our hands. And like I said before, one of the reasons we have the mess entirely on our hands is because our promotion department, when it comes to this show, doesn't exist. It
5: doesn't freaking exist.
3: You see, this goes back again to the idea of why in the world would Greg Reed hire me to come over and work on this radio station unless he really planned to live up to all those promises he made in the beginning about the, uh, you know, about the, uh, state of the art studio and about having a billboard campaign counting down the days before I came back on here. None of those things happened, of course. Just like the center one thing didn't happen the way it does in a real radio station with a promotions department securing all of these things that we just described to you in detail to make sure that we don't put out something schlock and crap. And embarrassing. But, of course, after seeing a week earlier what happened with the golf tournament, it's obvious that there is no, there's no, in other words, you you wonder, what is the endurance level? At what point does the embarrassment finally start to show? There is no such level for this company. No such level exists. Just make the infinity symbol, okay? And I'm not talking about the broadcasting company either, God forbid. Just make the infinity symbol. And that will tell you at what point the
5: embarrassment factor starts getting to these people. It just doesn't exist. And so normal mortals like us
3: who aren't used to this kind of uh, uh, whatever we would call it, we don't know how to respond to this. We don't know how to deal within this kind of framework without becoming hysterical like I did on that voicemail yesterday and threatening to blow my brains out. And I guarantee you, like I said, if I would have had a gun, I would have done it. Every bone, and I'm not, believe me, I show up just about every day.
5: Every bone in my face and all of my teeth ache, ache. And you want to know why? There's one word, stress. Stress. What's the worst thing besides sugar, by
3: the way? In fact, even worse than sugar. What's the worst thing for diabetes, by the way? Stress. Stress. How many times have I told you this, boys and girls? Repeat after me. Stress kills.
5: Stress effing kills. Effing stress kills. No matter where you want to put the effort, it effing kills. And these people are killing me. Because they're subjecting us to embarrassment and humiliation and degradation
3: and making us look like a bunch of assholes while we're here trying to do a job. That's all. We're trying to do a job. We're trying to give a station a little publicity. We're trying to raise money for a good charitable cause. We're trying to put our best foot forward out there. We're drawing in all these people that showed up there on Saturday at Specs, putting on a great uh, thing. And thanks to Chris and uh, Miguel, by the way, thanks to them. See, there actually are some people in our promotion department who do some work if
5: there was somebody in there uh, in charge of it who, uh, you know, would cooperate and, and do all of these things that I just described. So all I can do, again, is say I'm profusely sorry, I'm embarrassed, I'm humiliated, I'm degraded. We've never put out a
3: crap product before. And anybody who bought the CDs or cassettes, uh, believe me, as soon as we uh, have the new ones, you'll be able to bring them in and uh, replace them or mail them in and replace them. I mean, if you came from a long distance away, we don't expect you to schlep all the way back. And We haven't heard from anyone who has the cassettes. Now we uh, have totally different. if anybody product. bought a cassette by the way, we'd sure like to find out if those are also defective and i I have no reason to assume that they're not because they're from the same master, so I'm assuming they're also going to have i mean there won't be you know, skipping. They burn a different master for the cassette
7: oh they they do the dat the dat master is not flawed, yeah, whatever master they made from that or you know they're right, so
3: to, to make a long cassette. story short without getting too technical, if you bought the best of the old uh, cassette and you've listened to it, we'd like to find out if those also sound like like that, like uh, with a lot of compression and noisy and crappy and uh, need to be replaced. Because quite frankly, as embar- I know this is also embarrassing. Do I have a cassette? No. No. And if I wouldn't have said to bluff on Saturday at Specs, by the way, go over there and get me one of the CDs, and if I wouldn't have listened to it myself. See, this is another thing I'm thinking. What if I wouldn't have listened to that in the car coming to work yesterday morning? What if I wouldn't have listened to that CD in the car coming to work yesterday morning? How many more of these... Flawed CDs. How many more days and weeks? Even though some people might have complained, we have thought, well, you know, it's a it's a glitch, it's a
7: defective one. Can you just begin to imagine? No. No. Someone that bought a cassette just called to say it's fine. Oh.
5: Oh. Hallelujah. God bless you. Whoever you are, the cassettes are great.
3: I think I'm going to turn to religion. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs>
2: hard to be myself because the group that I'm in sounds like everyone else on the charts and we all dance and we sing just like girls and we wear really tight I think we back to boys are we made conditions or anything? Cause I'm confused got no clue. Don't know what bad I did. Baby, it's for too The sounds all around. Just like a confused I'm confused, confused I'm of just like All I'm asking just someone please explain
3: four five sixty WQM five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yeah let's go build a, a ballpark even though the schools are overcrowded. They're bursting out at the seams, okay? Maybe pretty soon we won't have enough toilets in the schools. We can let the kids do you know, a little number in the hall here and there. There's gonna be the next deal. I mean what kind of crazy barbaric people people with no priorities are we talking about? I'm not sure likely story. five six seven O five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T wireless line? You know, I wasn't taking calls. We had 8 million uh, calls on here. Now that I'm ready to take some calls, it's like uh, Death Valley days again. zippity doodah. But that's okay. I'm used to it. I'm used to the South Photo syndrome. And like I said, Michael Mayo right on target. It's about time. I think this is the first time in, what, about 40 years that Michael Mayo has written a column that made any sense? Matchup proves utterly boring. But that's okay. The sports nerds, they'll be calling each other, saying all the same stupid things for days now, day after day after day. I just explained it to you very simply, okay? You're talking about they finally achieved parity in the NFL. What you have are all mediocre teams. Garbage. Swill. You couldn't pay me enough to go there and sit in the rain last night to watch
5: that crap. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, I just graduated last
6: year. Yes, sir. Not, I'm not going to say the name, though. But um, they have... 50% of the bathrooms closed throughout the entire day. And every time oh. you do have to go to the bathroom,
9: there's people in there
6: smoking. There's people in there smoking cigarettes, and you can't go to the bathroom because there's no room. Yeah. And they continue to keep half the bathrooms gated and locked. And, uh.
3: Yeah, but well, God only knows what's going to go on in there, you know? Me? I guess you're just going to have to hold it. That's the new deal. Yeah. See, see, the one good thing is if we don't feed kids at school anymore, then we, they won't have to go to you know, the bathroom as much.
8: Yep, <laughs> exactly.
3: And then maybe you can just bring along your own uh, colostomy bag, too, you know, like the old <laughs> farts you can practice for being a senior citizen.
8: It's
6: ridiculous. D-Y-Y-B. I don't, I don't know when they're going to learn. But I just wanted to mention that to you, and um, I love your show, and that's pretty much it. Thanks a lot, pal. All right. See ya. Yeah, BYOB,
3: bring your own bag to school. You know, you can pee in it. You can <coughs> do a whole bunch of things in it because we don't have any restrooms. We don't have any food to feed a lot of the kids. And Are these people interested in that? No. Nah, they don't care about that stuff. No interest whatsoever. Five six seven pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Pour my heart out here for an hour and five minutes. I got one call on the board. You people are just, you're brutal, man. You're just unbelievable. Here's Miami. Hello? Yale. Yes, sir.
8: Uh, graduated from the University of Tender, and I. What's the constant badgering
10: of over the arenas,
8: the the, the building of the stadium?
3: What well, what does that mean?
8: You just constantly bitch about the the stadiums, building them. You you like the Macarena, you you.
5: You on so, that. are you, are you, you listening that.
3: to? Are you listening to anything that I'm saying here today? Or is that beyond your ability to comprehend? I
5: said, you, I have, you have a brain that you can. I don't you
3: understand. Sir. You graduated from the University of Bozo, is what you graduated from? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh huh? Blow your ass, it out your
5: ass, imbecile, moron. He don't give a crap, and he wants everybody to be just as stupid as he is. That's what it's all about.
3: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Pompano Beach. Hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Boy, you
6: hit
10: the nail right on the head. The NFL really blows.
3: It sure does.
10: Oh, that game last night was just terminal. Games are like that. What is it? All the games are like that. Right. It's terminal.
3: Well, that's that's what happens when you. Why don't we have five hundred teams? You know. Why don't we have six or seven hundred teams? Then they can all be like Sandlot teams.
10: It's just all sports. You know, you can't enjoy watching it anymore because the play is so bad and the hype is ridiculous.
9: Yeah,
3: all the big build-up for that crap last night, and these people don't want to admit, especially the ones who went out there and got pneumonia and sat in the rain for I don't know how long. They don't want to admit that they got the hosed last night. I guess you know it's kind of embarrassing to pay that kind of money and then pay thirty bucks to park and go and be treated to an exhibition like that. Hey,
8: I'm glad to see the Dolphins are gonna be something special.
3: There's something special, all right. Thanks, fact, My dog left something special in my backyard this morning. I'll All a, right. I'll be bringing it for Jimmy. I'll ride right as right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was real special. You could, you could kind of smell it, that there was something special back there. It didn't stink as bad as the uh, ball game last night, but nevertheless, it stunk pretty <clears throat> special. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We could be, I mean, the, the melodrama. 20 years for overacting, Jimmy. Maybe a little time on the inside. You can get to know some of your teammates a little bit better, some of your players. Oh, my God. In fact, they said, hey, Demetrius, they played so bad last night. Would you like to come next week? He said, I might take a stab at it. Yeah, well, Demetrius, he might uh, give it a shot.
5: Take it, baby.
2: There's something wrong with our PD. Our program director is up there. Wondering why no one ever talked to me. He was belling scheduling, and he will get in his sleep. <laughs> Asking why don't anyone listen to me and when we started laughing, he ran out of the of hysterically. <laughs>
0: This place doesn't make anybody to cry, I guarantee you that. Even
3: Jesse the Body, I think, might cry on his joint. 11.15 at 5.60 WQM. Speaking of Jesse the Body, by the way, what a breath of fresh air. And I'm glad somebody reminded me of this. There is a story in the paper. How do you like that? They actually put it in the paper. I saw it on the TV last night, which was much more impressive on the news. The only thing is, New Mexico Governor Gary Johnson, the uh, reason that he's being outspoken now is that he's, uh, held, he's been elected twice. He can't run for a third term. So that's, you know, that always inspires people to be a little bit more outspoken when they're kind of like lame ducks and they don't have to stand before the electorate again. And then all of a sudden they start saying things that make sense every now and then. Like New Mexico Governor Jerry, or Gary Johnson is the country's highest ranking elected official to, uh, to advocate legalizing drugs. Ow! Oh, my God. And, of course, the DEA people who all of a sudden have sh- visions of sugar plums dancing in their head as in we're going to be out of freaking business, they're all bent out of shape about this. He's a crazy person. He must be out of his mind. He's making too goddamn much sense. Yeah. Not only has the war on drugs been a multibillion-dollar failure, but it unjustifiably has thrown thousands of people into prison while lying about the dangers of marijuana, New Mexico's governor said on Monday. Governor Gary Johnson, a Republican, kicked off a visit to the nation's capital by meeting with leaders of a college student group that shares his goal of drug legalization. Johnson is the country's highest-ranking elected official to advocate legalizing drugs such as cocaine, heroin, and marijuana. After swimming two miles and jogging five miles for his morning workout, then bounding up four flights of stairs to avoid a sluggish elevator at George Washington University, Johnson told the students that drugs are a bad choice, but people should be allowed to decide for themselves whether to make the decision. I hate to say it, but the majority of people who use drugs use them responsibly, Johnson told members of Students for a Sensible Drug Policy. They choose when to do it. They do them at home. It's not a financial burden. White House Drug Policy Director Barry McCaffrey and other officials excoriated Johnson last week after he became the first American governor to support drug legalization. They excoriated him. His pro-drug message runs into the face of all the hard work of millions of parents, teachers, health professionals, community leaders, coaches, and clergy who are working so hard to stem drug use, McCaffrey said Friday. Johnson found a friendlier audience in the uh, students on Monday. Students are from a drug-free high school. To me, that's a failed policy. Anybody out there go to a drug-free high school? No. (laughs) Yeah, what a joke that is, huh? How about a drug-free workplace? No. I got news for you. This place, they should provide you with the drugs because when you work here,
5: you need them. There should be a sign on the door, free drugs, you'll need them. We aren't a bunch of uh, drug... Dope-smoking hippie," said David Epstein, member of the group from American University.
3: As the student sipped bottled water, Johnson told them of his drug use as a young man and his decision uh, years ago not to forego not only drugs, but alcohol and even Coca-Cola in favor of training for triathlons. I was somebody who smoked marijuana in college. I didn't experiment with marijuana. I smoked it, he said. He inhaled. How do you like that? He actually <gasps> inhaled. I made a bad choice, but even then it wasn't a choice I felt should have landed me in jail. Johnson said he supports legalization of drugs, but under strict control of sales and use and with significant taxation. Under a legalization scheme, Johnson said drugs such as marijuana, heroin, and cocaine should not be available to anyone under 21. Public drug use should be banned. Penalties should be increased for crimes such as driving under the influence. There are going to be new problems under legalization. He said, but I submit to you they're going to be be about half what they are today under the prohibition model.
5: Now, here comes the best part.
3: Current drug policy focuses too heavily on imprisoning people by allowing illegal drug cartels to rake in billions, he said. Current anti-drug education efforts, such as the government's This Is Your Brain on Drugs television commercials, amount to lies, he said. You mean to say if you smoke a Pinjoy, your brain isn't going to turn to fried eggs? Is that what he's trying to say? Uh Uh-huh. You're brought up learning that drugs make you crazy, he said. Then you do marijuana for the first time, and it's not so bad. It's kind of cool. That's when kids find out it's been a big freaking lie. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, man. Darren White, who oversees New Mexico State Police as head of the Department of Public Safety, told the students that he's unwilling to support drug legalization, but agrees with Johnson that current anti-drug efforts are misguided. We aren't winning the drug war, I can tell you, because I'm fighting on the front lines every day, White said. I call it a skirmish because that's the kind of resources I'm getting to fight it. As a nation, we're not willing to give up the civil liberties necessary to win the drug war. Give up the civil liberties necessary. How do you like that? In other words, a total police state, total absolute fascism, where they come barging into your house three in the morning, scouring through the entire house and every ashtray, et cetera, and so on. And even looking in your – make sure you're not hiding any in there. So let's hear it from New Mexico Governor Gary Johnson and, uh, of course, for our good buddy, our hero, Jesse the Body. In less than one week, we've, uh, you know, had the uh, organized religion exposed for what it is, a sham and a crutch for weak-minded people. And we've had the governor of a state, even though it's kind of an obscure state and he's kind of a lame duck, nevertheless have the
5: balls to say drugs ought to be legalized. This is a sham. We're sticking a whole bunch of people in jail. That's all we're doing. Here's Coral Springs. Hello.
10: How are you doing today, Neil? Okay, sir. Good. Hey, listen, uh, I went to the Saturday game uh, with Panthers and Washington Capitals. Let me tell yeah. you something. I was almost falling out of my seat when they booed Niedermeyer. That was the most funniest thing. I've seen. And Terry Murray. Yeah. I think even some of the players were booing him. <laughs> but uh, any word on the Madonna if he's doing any better?
3: He's alive.
10: Yeah. Does it look like he's going to be out for the rest of the season? Or uh,
3: You would think? I don't know. I haven't heard any more about it, but it sure didn't look good.
10: Yeah. I. You know, that, that shit's got to stop, you know? Yeah, but uh listen, can you play my anus for me?
3: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I got one call on the board here this morning. Speaking of hockey, by the way, how about those Leafs?
0: Boss knocking it in for Thomas Holm in front of the net, and a good save—the very first one in the National Hockey League by Tom Graham right there. Some of the butterflies that that young man certainly had to have in the pit of his stomach have probably gone with that big post save on the first shot he's experienced in the NHL. Here is Sundean leading in lining and shooting, and Graham makes it take the rebound. Patterson, they score! Matt Sundean on the rebound, and Graham couldn't be faulted on that, but the Leafs captain is on fire. Bears it back to the blue line, just does so gives it Playoffs without being able to play because of injury is a rather happy individual now, having scored in his second game back.
3: I'll be honest with you, that wasn't a very good game either, because the Bruins, as you know, they're in a coma and they have a couple of key people on time. But nevertheless, there was more excitement right there in those two goals—the first two out of the four—than there was in the entire Dolphin Bills game last night, in the entire Mets Reds game last
5: night. Oh, but we don't understand. Don't you want to build a lot more stadiums? You've got to have a lot more ball games. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound
3: five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello.
5: Hello, Neil.
3: Yes, sir.
0: I tell you that game last night was boring, and Ed Kaplan is the biggest suck up I've ever heard for the team. You know, what, did, what
3: did he say? How could anybody make an excuse for that effort?
0: Oh my God! Last night I called him up and I said, you know, I said uh, Buckley uh, made a few mistakes when I drive. oh no 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 Buckley's great. He never makes mistakes. I mean, he blew that. He whole don't make drive. mistakes.
3: Yeah, just like Jimmy don't make no mistakes.
0: And I'll tell you, the, the Jesse the Body statement is the most beautiful thing I've heard in so long. For someone to stand up and say that, you know, in the press, it just makes you have hope, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a, I just uh, can't believe it. But the Dolphin game sucked.
3: Yeah, well, they, evidently, just you and me, the rest of these people, the cats got their tongue, you know. And even one of the columns, I forget who wrote this, I think it was Dan Lebastian, oh, they're still Super Bowl, they're still going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, these people here, uh, you, you can't tell them anything because they're morons. They know they, You put it right in front of their face and they can't identify it.
0: I mean, I love you, the you Dolphins. You can put
3: 20 pounds of elephant <clears throat> droppings in front of their face and then tell them it was uh, sirloin steak and they say, oh, yeah, that looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, I agree. I love the Dolphins, but I tell you what, man, that offense blows.
3: Yeah. Same, same old story, the same old tease as every year after year.
8: I haven't talked to you in 10 years, Neil.
3: Well, God bless you, sir.
8: I love you like a brother. And I'll pray for you. See you. See you. Okay, one call on
3: the board here. I, I guess we're going to play music today, huh? which is good. Let my brain unscramble after a traumatic day and a half here with all this Center One business, all this internal shenanigans going on. Five six seven 560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil. How are you?
3: Okay, sir. Very lonely here this morning.
10: Oh, you're never lonely because we all love you.
3: Yeah, two days and we've already lost the whole audience. Nice <laughs> going, Pete. Excellent job. We're finished.
10: And the Dolphins okay, I can really, handle it. Those Dolphins really sucked last night. I can't believe it. It's so depressing. Yeah. They just People just hear that they don't understand. I have to agree with everything you said. How how can you
3: watch that and not see what the story is? How could you be impressed by the fact that they've beaten two teams that have a combined record of 1-7? and seven? How could you be impressed by that and just barely squeaked by Arizona, by the way, just barely got by them at home? I mean, the the propaganda, like this other guy says, the propaganda that you hear on this radio station, the cover-ups, the shilling that goes on, it's embarrassing to me.
10: Well, there's a lot of these ex-jocks who sit around our radio stations trying to be wannabes, and they just suck up to the dolphins like unbelievable. But I guess my big comment is that yesterday I saw something phenomenal in Broward County. Citizens Patrol. They actually had a police car, an ex-police car, and two old guys driving it, but it was um, marked called Citizens Patrol of Broward County. Have you heard anything about that? No. I don't know who they're out there they probably have
3: They probably have brown shirts and uh, and <laughs> the hip boots, yeah. Probably Ken Jennings' new patrol he's got. And, by the way, I see that uh, the they took this poll and the people in Broward are, are big on his strong mayor. Thank God that Ken Jennings is lagging far behind in the poll so far because, God forbid, that's what he's got in mind. He wants to be the dictator. You do understand that.
8: Oh, uh, well, I have one last comment. There will be a I'll patrol pass. in every street
3: corner. What is Athens? it? Okay, whatever he said. Oh, did anybody know what he said? No. No. Does he know what he said? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighty. I think they're uh, incoherent today. You know, got to them. Maybe it's uh, maybe they're still all uh, schluffing out there. Well, we had to stay up late and watch the ball game. You know, that's important stuff to us. I got news for you. If it's important stuff to them, then probably they all blew their brains out. This
4: is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Hello, this is Bob Dole. You know, a few years ago, I had prostate surgery. Initially, I was worried simply about recovering. Then I began to worry about the post-operative side effects, like erectile dysfunction, ED, sometimes known as impotence. Also referred to as whiskey wiener, leg of limp, soft serve, down periscope, wobbly willy, flaccid flagpole, heading south, spaghetti syndrome, limp, biscuit, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead. But there is help. You need to see a doctor. With a little courage and proper treatment, he can help you achieve an erection, sometimes known as a boner. Often referred to as a stiffy, hard time, pocket rocket, granite gumdrop, concrete crawler, roll of quarters, a chubby, pitching a tatter being harder than Chinese algebra, and when you do get help, there's no reason to be ashamed because there's now hope for men and their partners, hope that they'll soon be able to have intercourse, sometimes known as sex, often referred to as the humpy dance, bumping uglies, hiding the salami, splitting the uprights, the tube steak boogie, getting some on you, mashing mad, you know. Take you a trip to the mound. So remember, it's a little embarrassing to talk about, but with a little courage and a few creative euphemisms, you, too, can leave behind the soft rock, get yourself some hard salami, and ride the baloney pony into a bright new future. I'm Bob Dole. Thank you. It's
3: 1132 at 560 QAM. Here's the fact that says uh, kudos to Al Michaels, who last night on the uh, ABC uh, Monday Night Football said, Pro Player Stadium used to be known as Dior Robbie, but he built it. But like everything else, the name was sold for big dollars. In addition to football, they also play amateur baseball here as well.
8: How's it going, Al?
3: Five, six, seven. Oh, by the way, I bet you Hank's going to be having a long push today. It looks like uh, the Triple Crown is going from ABC to NBC. NBC got the rights. What's that all about? Oh God, I sure hope we're not going to have that Dick Enberg. Oh man, I mean, there's some people you used to like, you know, about a hundred years ago, like Dick Enberg. Here's a call from Woodbury, New Jersey. Hello. Yes, sir. Okay.
10: I just listened to you guys on the computer here about uh, last night's game. Right. Uh, what's up with them guys? I mean, I've been a Dow fan for 30 years. They suck. They look like the Eagles over here. Uh huh. I mean, you know, they, no offense. Same, like you. I was just listening the past couple minutes. It's the same as the last year and the year before. Oh, every year, no it's the same
3: thing. They keep telling us they're going to have a running game, they're going to have a running game, and this year it was this ex-con, you know, uh, uh, he's going to be the biggest Cecil, the Diesel, and all this bull crap. He had yeah. less than three yards of carry last night.
10: Yeah, I was watching. I watched the whole game. The uh, the one hit on uh, was Conrad, I think, is 44. I can't right. remember his name. Right. right. That was, you know, it was a good hit. But he sort of sort of slowed down after that, So yeah. I I saw this kid a couple times, a couple games that I I get to see up here, and he looked good to me. I like Cecil. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Uh,
3: well, I mean, Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not asking if you want to go to the dance with him. I'm just saying as far right, well, of the ballplayer. I mean, you, you know, can what's, like what's it, but. Going
10: on? It, and Tony Martin, what happened to him? Yeah, uh, I watched. I saw highlights of the Cardinals game, and I seem I think it was the Cardinals game. He. He seemed to uh, make a catch down the sideline and slowed down and ran out of bounds. Well,
3: the word you're looking for, sir, is mediocre. That's what you got out there. These are guys that are making millions and millions of dollars, and uh, the yes, product exactly. they're putting on the field. Like I said, I used to have season tickets right on the 50-yard line, some of the best seats in the entire place. I went for five years. I paid for those tickets with my own hard-earned money, and I finally gave them up. I said, hey, give them to somebody else, because uh, I will not go out there for that crap. Right,
10: exactly. And I was going to fly down this year, bring my son down. Oh, we i
3: so But What a good move you made. Yeah. <laughs> Besides pneumonia, you would have had a uh, mental hernia. Yeah,
10: I mean this is—it started out so good, uh, and the defense. So
3: well, what, what started out so good?
10: Well, the season. Well, last night's game, anyway. I, thought I mean, who, it wait out, a
3: minute. Who did they play? Let me say it again. They played two exactly. teams who have a combined record of one and seven.
10: Yeah, am I'm I'm talking last night's game. Yeah. It it seemed to start out so good and then they started with the field goals I don't think here it started go.
3: out. I don't think it started out good at all. I mean no? both teams did the same thing. Drive down a field, kick a field goal, drive down a field field, kick a field goal. I mean gee, that's as boring as watching paint drive. Yeah, yeah.
10: You got a point there. But you know, it's, I thought Weinstatt and Johnson were supposed to be a one two punch here. I mean Yeah,
3: they're they're punching out right now, I think.
10: Yeah, this is getting
3: ridiculous. Once, once that's just a parole officer, you got it wrong, pal. You just takes <laughs> care of the ex Okay, listen, have a great day. All
6: right, thank See you. Me.
3: And kiss the ground you didn't come down for that crap. Can you imagine somebody that would have come all the way down here for that last night? Yeah. Oh, man, gotten soaked to the bone. Yeah, but you got to be a real fan here. You don't understand. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real fan. I, understand. I sat through that San Diego playoff game years ago in the pouring rain, pouring and driving rain like a maniac, like an imbecile. you got to be a crazy person. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the a t and t wireless line. Here's Miami, Hello,
6: yeah, I got a call last night from an advertising agency uh talking to me about the Marlins if I would uh subsidize a, a stadium no. a bill for them,, mm-hmm. and no. of course, they asked me if we would mind if we taxed uh, the the tourists as well, and I said, no, I said that uh if there's shortcomings, we would have to pay for it eventually. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was fair that we support a private business. I don't see anybody going out there supporting me for my own company. Right. Um, They asked me if I would go out there if they built a brand new stadium. I told them no. The only way I'd go out there is if they put a good product on the field. I thought the product sucked. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Yeah. And they also asked me um, how did I feel when uh, the previous owner destroyed the team, and obviously I told them that I didn't like (laughs) it one bit.
8: When
3: the previous owner destroyed the team, right.
6: Exactly. Uh-huh. So just wanted to let you know that they're out there uh, doing uh, uh, advertising or not. They're marketing and they're trying to find out Good. Uh, questionnaires.
3: Well, maybe, uh, you know, if they would just tune on this radio program and hear me no. you know, maybe they'd save a lot of phone calls. I agree. Okay. Thanks. Nice job, <laughs> pal. Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes,
5: sir. I'm
10: best of the day to you. And hey, the whole here. the whole dolphin history flashed in front of me last
1: night. In one single statistic, I saw on the screen,
5: mm-hmm.
1: total rushing yards for Dan Marino lifetime. Ninety.
4: Yeah. That's
5: it.
3: Well, I hate to break the news to you, but the quarterback isn't supposed to be the one that gets all the rushing yards. I realize he's a statue, but the fact is that there've been a lot of great quarterbacks who were statues also. So that that's not what it's all about.
1: But it was a, at least it was a fear that they could do something like you know, if Flutie steps out of the pocket, there's a chance that yeah. he could do something. Right. Marino, yeah. You, so you're, words, do.
3: you're another one of these Marino bashers that wants to blame him for the reason that they lost, that they stunk the joint out, even though of course he didn't have a good game. But you're going to blame him?
1: No, but uh, I can see that it's time that we get some diversity in our our offense. hmm And he and, shows no diversity. Yeah. I think
10: football's changed a lot in 17, 17 years.
5: Yeah. But so you don't know, you don't
3: you don't get it. People like Joe Rose, though, you haven't been listening closely enough. Danny is going to play until he's 90. Don't you understand that?
10: Hi, oh. hi, Neil.
3: Yeah, exactly.
10: Thanks a lot.
3: Okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Anybody know what he's talking about? No. No. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. The downside is the Dolphin season's over. The bright side is only six months till opening day for the Marlins. Tell your promo department to get John Bowles to say, we have a chance to be special. <laughs> we can be
0: special this year. Yeah. I'm out of material.
3: We only lost 98 games, baby. Don't be so bitter and negative, man. We only lost 98 games. We, the people that franchise, that own this goddamn station, that have the mortgage on this joint, on our lives, the Marlins,
5: we could be really, really special. Sounding like a
3: man who, you know, like Renfield from Dracula, like a man who needs to be put in a goddamn straitjacket somewhere. I'll bet you after last night, he ought to be in a straitjacket. Stop trying to pe- peddle the hype, okay? You're not fooling those of us with a brain, okay? Maybe some of the mindless masses out there, the sport nerds, the dummies who are looking for excuses. It's a crap product. It blows. I had more excitement just farting in uh, in comfort last night. That's right. I just sat there and right there at the TV and said, that's my idea. That's my response to this ball game." Oh, yeah. I felt so good about it. It was delicious.
0: I, I have my nose up Neil's ass. Were well, you fudge-packing?
1: I, I be Roy Simpson. I be, I be Roy Foster. Roy! The, the reason I sound this way is because I have my nose inside O.J.'s ass.
9: What'd you do, Daddy? What'd you do,
1: man? Could you get that microphone oh. down a little bit lower than You got it. Okay, disease is a direct result of chronic job effort. You see, it ain't so much he'd better in two worthless white people, it's because he's a jock. You see, uh, folks like me and my white lady girlfriend have an incurable fetish for doing the down and dirty thing with sports jocks, like my close and personal friend OJ. Hey, you that. Could, could you move off a little bit, OJ? do you your
9: You'll be tickling me. Don't touch
0: that again. <laughs> Get out of there. I don't know where to put my hands. Don't worry about your hands. I cut them off. To find out more about O.J. disease, keep important at this
1: station.
3: Please, Roy, right. we're the experts. It's 1145 at 560 WQM, 5670560. By the way, speaking of uh, the Atkins diet in uh, 2020 last night, which I didn't see, I'll need some uh, information on that. So yesterday I'm channel surfing, and there's that cow who, by the way, is up to 220 pounds, so say the tabloids, but she must be wearing uh, all kinds of, she must be wearing like a straight jacket. Not just a girdle and, like, seriously, they got to have her wrapped in uh, something. Oprah. And you notice, by the way, since Channel 4 got Oprah over there, everything on that station now, because they're desperate, their numbers blow, everything on there. Oh, guess what? Oprah had a real good PM today, and we're going to be telling you all
5: about it at 5 o'clock on the news. And Angela Ray's (laughs) going to be laughing about it. You go, girl. And she did.
3: But, I mean, they're just obsessed with Oprah. Everything they talk about, talk about shameless shilling and crap desperation. So, anyway, she's got the Hellers on there who wrote this quack. You know, everybody and their brother has ripped off Atkins and has got another low-carb book. But what separates the Hellers from everybody else is they have this uh, binge meal you can do, this uh, reward meal, whatever they call it. And I'm going to tell you, it's the biggest pile of crap. You talk about leading people down the path. And, of course, Oprah's eyes are lighting up like a pinball machine. And it got this big plate. Here's a bunch of chicken. I mean, she loves a chicken, you know. Oh, yeah, fried chicken. And here, this is the reward meal, you know. You go, girl. Oh, not right there on the floor. Fried chicken, and then there was some uh, asparagus. And then there was a big thing of macaroni and cheese. And she said, oh, you could also have uh, apple pie with ice cream. But if you do that, you have to balance it out. So you have to have more fried chicken.
5: And Oprah went, all right, all right.
3: This is the reward meal. This is how you learn, you know.
5: See, I'm convinced. I know that this
3: sounds crazy. I'm convinced you just got to stop eating. You know, I mean, just eat just, I mean, minuscule amounts. That's the only thing that's going to work for me. I have tried everything but standing on my head. And then, of course, you come up with a day like yesterday when you're ready to blow your brains out. And the stress eating uh, kicks in
7: from this place. I got the opposite thing, thank God.
3: No, and I did in the beginning. I got that. I was I was so neurotic and psychotic. I wasn't even hungry. I couldn't think about eating. And then a little later in the afternoon, all of a sudden, I thought I made my run to Publix and just you know, ice cream and this whatever. Why? I'm just telling you. That's the way it was. And this morning,
5: I get on the scale,
3: <laughs> tilt. All it did, no no numbers, just letters. T I L T. Tilt.
5: It said, "You fat cow, you." Here's a mobile in Sunny Isles. Hello. Sonny Isles? Yes, sir. Hey Neil, how you doing? Great. Dead
6: hey, Joe Rose is unbelievable. He was sucking and blowing so hard this morning, I think his forehead caved in.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I turned it right off because I I couldn't believe because I saw most of the game and I couldn't believe the crap he was talking. It was unbelievable.
6: It's scary. I was at the game and I didn't know they could fit seventy thousand rednecks in one stadium. A lot of wives got beat up last night on the way home. I think. Probably. Hey, one more thing. I,
5: what I, I, a suck up job that
1: was. Exactly. Yeah, that's what the guy said. You know what? Yeah, we agree.
6: You know it's 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 ironic. That's what uh Miami gets for Buffalo ran OJ out of town. That was their first son they ran him out of town, and they shipped him down here. I heard him and JJ were golfing this weekend, so that's what they get. So out of material,
7: Neil. Okay. Good deal. 5670560 oh,
3: pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And see, I'll say it again. I've said this many times in the past the people in this town, they don't know the difference between being a sports fan, between liking the team, and knowing whether your team is good, mediocre, or blows. They don't—they think that if you're a fan, you have to lie to yourself. You have to delude yourself. Oh, we're the best. We're number one, man. That's being a fan. No, that's called being a moron. That's called being a, a sports nerd, which thank God for the sports nerds. Or this place, we'd be playing Hungarian
5: mazurkas 20 hours a day if it weren't for the sports nerds. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Got uh several comments about the uh, first time caller. All right. Uh got several comments on the uh the game last night. Uh there was one time uh, it was at the end of the first half when they uh they had a first down uh, Miami did inside the uh, the Buffalo twenty yard line. Yes, sir. And uh they ran three plays and they uh they didn't score that they kicked a field goal. That was the end of the half. Right. And uh I had several buddies over here and uh to watch the game with me right.
3: by the way, nice job on third down guys last night. One for fourteen. Let's hear it. Oh! Yeah, real let's, good. let's play, baby, that's what it's all about. Real good. That's being really special.
1: And I uh I told my buddies I said uh, you know, uh we've got one half to go, but they don't deserve to win this game. That's right, they because,
3: didn't uh you
1: know, they didn't even try to get into the end zone. I mean, Marino uh he threw it one time into the end zone and connected for his only touchdown. Yeah. He didn't even try to get into almost the end over, zone right. any other times. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw the ball down the field, for goodness sake. Yeah. Uh Mandich made that comment last night. And uh speaking of uh speaking of Mandich, I uh, listened to the entire uh uh, broadcast Manage and uh, and what's his name yeah. what's his name what's yeah his name? <laughs> and uh, Manich always makes a comment about the Bills he says uh, oh uh, the Bills you know with Ted Washington and Bruce Smith and those other big guys they'll uh, they'll melt out in the Miami Heat yeah he always says that uh huh it never happens no never happens
3: well it's wishful thinking you know he's under a lot of stress all right yeah
1: yeah, right. Okay, Paul,
3: yeah. I'm glad that you had a good time.
1: But, uh, I hope the food was good. One other comment I want to make. Uh, you know, I'm sitting home. It's
5: it's the only reason I would listen to this show. Uh,
1: as far as I'm concerned, this show stinks. Thank you.
3: Okay, thank you. Okay, he's, he's at home. That's the only reason he's listening to the show. And as far as he's concerned, the show stinks. Thank you, sir. That was
2: <laughs>
3: that. was great. And I love the way he said it too. Do you like that? That was beautiful. Uh huh. Thank you. And guess what, pal? You stink. You're as boring as a dog poop. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Here's a guy who's home, who's so bored. You know something that bullet I was talking about before, sir? Excellent. Today would be a good day to check it out. Give it a shot. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami.
6: Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, um, you know, I'm down here listening to your show for the first time. I'm I actually live in Tampa. Yeah. And I'm from I'm from here and I've always been a Dolphin fan. Yes, sir. And I gotta say, you know, it could be far worse things. I, I think that I think Marino is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever be. And I think his game's changed a lot since he doesn't really have receiver. He just has uh, drug dealers mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. and, I mean, they bring him in from the. we Atlanta. got the
3: best jailbirds that money can buy, baby. I'll
5: tell you that yeah. right now.
10: Well, you know, that's, a gr- that's the interesting thing. You know, Jimmy seems to be someone that likes to bring back the drug dealers and right. the drug addicts. He and never the met a criminal player. he
5: didn't
3: like. He's obsessed. In fact, he's really jealous of Lawrence Phillips' is playing out there in San Francisco.
6: You know, and it's really – I can't believe these people that just get down at them. Look at all the
8: quarterbacks out there. There's not a lot of sir, great quarterbacks. Sir, you got
3: to understand, please. you got to understand. This town, no matter what you do for them, it makes no difference. There is no question. <laughs> that, no, seriously. You know, I don't do a sports show, but there is no question. Dan Marino is one of the greatest quarterbacks who ever played the game. And in this town, year after year after year, it's the same argument. I mean, granted, he can't play forever, and yes, he had a bad game last night, but the fact is, they didn't lose the game last night because Dan Morito had a bad game. That's not right. why they lost the game.
2: Hey,
6: any day any day, no. Miami wants, we'll trade Dilfer and 17 players for Dan. No. They can have no Dilfer deal. all they want. No, no deal. <laughs> throw,
3: in, throw in Bob Lassiter. No, no. and we still won't take it. Okay, listen, have a great day, pal. Take it easy. And good luck to you. You guys will need it. Yeah. They suck. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, this old stuff, you know, Danny boy, you suck, Danny. No matter what it is here, because nobody in this town really, uh, you know, appreciates
5: uh, anybody's performance. Now, granted, if we now, what is that? The uh, student that met with that governor guy. Oh, I thought for just a second it's I thought it was one of the
3: Hellers that I was just talking about.
5: I was just talking about the Hellers that were on Oprah.
3: Here's, uh, the drug guy. This is Sean Heller. Hello.
10: Hi, Neil. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, so I met with, uh, Governor Johnson yesterday, and, yes. uh,
3: did he have any good stuff on him?
10: He had a lot of good stuff on him.
3: All right. He,
10: uh, Governor Johnson's right on, you know, and, um, that's what we're trying to do up here in D.C. I'm from Miami. Yeah, I'm on. And my dad heard you talking about the governor, so he gave me a call. Right. And, um, yeah, it's like, I mean, I've basically been working in this stuff now for a couple years now because, uh, you know, I realize that this is a non-partisan issue that everybody's afraid to talk about openly mm-hmm. and truthfully.
3: Right, because America's been brainwashed, and of course, when you've been to Amsterdam 10,000 times like I have, and you realize that in the Netherlands, they deal with this intelligently and openly and honestly, and they don't have a real serious problem, they don't have, like, a gigantic po- a portion of their population in jail because of drugs, uh, then you realize how the real world operates.
10: Yeah, I mean, we have the largest prison population in the world, right. in the U.S., right. I mean, and right here in D.C., 50% of young African American males on any given day are under criminal justice supervision. All right. I mean, it just baffles me.
9: Yeah.
3: And so, um. Well, that sounds good, though. That's not a bad idea. You know, at least you'll be safe anyway.
10: Well, I don't know. But there's
3: Schwarzers in jail, man.
10: But, uh, let me, uh, real quickly. Uh, this is something I think that hey, you. Hey, listen, know-
3: and by the way, I understand that's where Jimmy's going to be recruiting for the Dolphins for next season.
10: Um, I think this is something that you'll well, find That the
3: prison population. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I'm pretty, sorry.
10: Pretty interesting. Uh, in the Drug-Free Century Act, there's a provision called criminal attempt, which is uh, being put forth by the Republicans. And um, this provision says that if you consider committing a drug offense, you then right. should be charged and thrown in jail for committing that offense.
9: Mm-hmm. If you
3: consider if you think about it.
10: If you think about it. So mm-hmm. it's thought crime.
3: Well, how about if you have lust in your heart? Shouldn't you be uh, – how about attempted rape?
10: Well, I think uh, that's – How about Jerry step?
3: Carter straight to jail? He had lust in his parts.
10: But, uh, yeah, Neil, I'm glad to hear that uh, you're willing to come out on the air and talk I mean, about I that topic that's going
3: time, on. Yeah, but, uh, well, listen, now that the governor is going to have, you know, he's going to complete his second term, he can't run again, he should be the anti-drug czar. You guys should, uh, you know, hire him, sign him up.
8: We will do. We Attempt okay. to, to do, at least.
3: Okay, keep doing it, Sean.
8: Visit www.sstp.org. Okay. Thank you. See you. Good luck. Bye-bye. Okay, there's a the young man that's
3: working hard. He's working feverishly. lately. he oh! this crazy, this so-called war on drugs. Crazy people, man. Ah, oh, yeah, let's fill the jails. You know, Here's another big drug bust. Are we impressed
5: by that? No. No, it's
3: a bunch of crap. You know, go arrest some rapists and arsonists and child molesters. Go deal with stuff like that. And leave the poor weed people alone.
2: We down in Jamaica in the Caribbean. They got the best herb that you ever see. All right. Ask anybody in that neighborhood. They tell you this the country where the ganja people live. <laughs> man has some he want to sell. And from a mile away, you can detect the smell of smoke. Okay. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Okay. He lights up the spliff and choke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke The ganja be good God. You we carry lots of herb in the gunny sack Smoke it every day until your lungs turn black With all the money that we have made Jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid American tourists come here and say, got nothing like this in the U.S. They smoke, smoke, guns smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. They begin to puff and choke. Smoke, to smoke, smoke. The to be good. It up oh, yeah. Mama, tell her son you are a rasta man. You like to smoke the giant's live whenever you can. Many people coming here for miles around to buy the earth from you, by the ounce of found. down. Rasta man say to her, Mama, you right. The ganja be good tonight, and then they smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up this live and talk. <laughs> smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke.
3: Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. You turd. Yaman. Yeah, Yamon. Yeah, it's uh, 1204-560-WQAM5670560, pound 560 on the at t line. Hank will be at Cool City today between 2 and 6. You got talking baseball with Donnie B. You know, I first looked at the schedule and I saw talking baseball with Donnie B and like a chill went up and down my spine. Not because I was thinking about Donnie B,
5: obviously. <laughs> no,
3: no, seriously, but I and I thought, Oh my god, I thought we were done with the Marlins. I had like I almost broke out in the cold sweats. Talking baseball. And then of course we got the playoffs, baby. The Rangers and the Yankees from ESPN radio seven thirty five tonight. Oh, talking baseball with Donnie i I'm thinking, oh, this can't be. Can this possibly, can this be happening to us? No. It's not. If you joined us late, let me say it again, Center 1 the CDs and the, the CDs anyway are going to be repressed. We're working feverishly with the people who did this thing, and, uh, you know, they were sent to a bunch of lunatics in Afghanistan somewhere, and the uh, CDs are a disaster. We apologize profusely. We apologize to our friends at Specs, but there are no more being distributed, and uh, we'll let you know in the next day or two when you can uh, replace them and when, and when you can start buying them again. An absolute unmitigated nightmare, and again, and I will say one thing, okay, in all fairness, because IOD and you know, on the center one stuff, they were great, but no no place is perfect. No place really gives you the kind of support you need. And the thing that keeps coming back to my mind, talking about having a nervous breakdown, were those great trips to Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those great days, those great trips to Vegas when they just hung me out to dry. Right, Bobby? Uh-huh. Bobby Green hung me out there uh, to dry, right on the line.
5: Why do you want to do it? You want to do it. Your idea.
3: Yeah, my idea. Bad idea. Never again. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello.
10: Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes, I am. First time caller. Hey. All right. How sweet it is. Uh, I'm from
6: Buffalo, and I was very happy to watch that
8: wonderful well, I, I got news for you, pal. It's I mean, struggle. It's struggle We won the game,
3: but you got nothing to write home about either. It was a pretty embarrassing game all the way around. It was crap. Hey,
8: I'll tell you. It was okay.
3: It was, I mean, yeah, if you win, it's okay, but it wasn't a good game, sir. Okay. Okay, that's the end of that. There's another brilliant sports fan. It was okay. It was not okay. It was a crappy game. It was not a good game. I mean, Jesus Christ! Like I said, can't you at least be objective? Is it possible? No. No. I mean, just a little bit of honesty, please. No. No. Go back to Chicago, okay? Stuff it in your cheek. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. And I was pulling for the Bills to win a game. I'm not a Dolphin fan. Jimmy makes me want to puke. Jimmy makes me want to get my hands and knees and puke. Jimmy Jailbird Johnson. I can't stand him.
8: Oh, we could be, we could be special. We got, so we got
3: a shot. We got a shot. Yeah, you're, a lot of your players know about shots. All different kinds of shots. Some in the
5: arms, some in the head. We got a shot. If you won, hey, more power to you. If it makes you feel better, it as a human being,
3: okay? If it kind of re, uh, redeems your uh, feeling about yourself as a living and breathing creature. It was a crap game. Michael Mayo, like I said, even though I still can't stand you like poison because of what you did to Dave Halberstam, and even worse because you lied on this show on the phone and promised you'd write a retraction or an apology, and you never did. In spite of all the millions of words of swill you've written in the meantime, right on target today, Michael Holder-Mayo. Oh, by the way, did I ever tell you in Amsterdam what they put on the French fries? Matchup proves utterly boring. Never had, and that's only the headline, which he didn't write. That's all you have to read. You don't have to read all the rest. Terminal. And I also agree with him that on Saturday there were like any one of a whole bunch of college games that were far more exciting and entertaining than that swill that we saw last night. I mean, that was pure, unadulterated, beyond a shadow of a doubt. it yeah. Right. Like I said. Here's North Miami Beach. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Long time listener. First time calling. All right. All right. All um... right. You know, I have two things I want to talk about. First, Go I want ahead. to talk about the Dolphins, and I want to talk about Jimmy Johnson. Yes, sir. Now, first of all, I think it's really, it's it's very early in the season. I think it's kind of premature for everybody to come down to the Dolphins, you know, like people are writing them off, you know. And uh, for, if we remember back no, to the day. Look, look,
3: sir, let, let, first of all, I don't do a sports show, as you know, but I'm talking about this because I did see the game last night and because I'm listening to a lot of other people talking crap. But the fact is, it's not a question of writing somebody off. It's a question of being objective about what you've seen so far. You you and I can sit here and conjecture, which I'll leave to the sports nerd shows. We can conjecture about what they're going to do, what they need. I'm not interested in that. No, The fact fact is that they have played three games. They won two games against horse crap girls teams. And they got their ass kicked last night with a horrible performance that nobody, they should have given refunds at the door.
8: (laughs) Yeah, you're absolutely right. They played horrible, no doubt. But I think there's room for improvement. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Now, on Jimmy Johnson, now people are saying that, well, he recruits what? So called
10: criminals. criminals. Yeah. Criminals
8: out of jail. Okay, right. I understand this, but Neil, people are such hypocrites, all right? Now, if you remember, now back, I think last year, when he passed up on, on uh, Randy Moss to draft A- Avery Johnson, people in this town blasted Jimmy for passing up on Randy Moss. Yeah. When Jimmy knew the reason why he passed up on him because he had trouble passed. All right? So now people are being very hypocritical about this. I mean, now, because he he goes and then he signed up Cecil Collins and a few other players. Who yeah, had
3: and trouble. Demetrius Underwood, yeah.
8: Yeah, and mm-hmm. now it's not a problem until they start losing. Yeah, And you,
3: Lawrence Phillips, yeah.
10: If, if he drafted. Well, I'm not sure, I'm sure
3: it's been a problem all along. See, at least I'm consistent because I really don't care if they ever win another game. I'm not okay. sure at least I'm consistent. It's a problem. It's a bad message to the kids out there well, to go after all the scumbags, the worst scum on the face of the earth, and to reward them by giving them chance after chance after chance. Some guys, especially guys like Lawrence Phillips, he's had 100 chances too many.
8: Yes, I agree with you 100%, but, Neil, you have to understand, and he's that's what he has no choice but to do that. And this, and you're not going to be a coach in the NFL for long if you cannot produce, if you cannot win. So, I mean, look, look at what happened to Don Shula a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, he put up a crappy team. And he's, he looked, you looked know, something.
3: The Last time I saw him, he's not missing any meals. He's doing okay. I going to have to take up a collection. Have a great day. <laughs> I right,
8: thank you. He'll next. be all
3: right. He'll, he'll survive. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Ten past noon at Q A M.
0: This is five sixty Q A M. Don Shula, I. Oh. I gotta look for something else to do. Well, you know Jim Marion Saint at team practice today, and uh, I just thought we'd steal a few fine moments of time together. I didn't to lay down <laughs> on my cup. Well, that's a fine idea. Don't mind if I do it by the way, what is that you're wearing anyway? and the g string Well, you look just fine. Now, why don't you get over here and make me feel like a man? All right! Now, take it easy, man. Did you calm down. I'm tender, you know. I'm going to
2: start on this thing and I'm going to wrap on it all year long. that out. Now,
0: man, did I told you to take it easy? Now, get off of you, bitch, you turd, brown noser. You jacked out. Well, I've had about enough of this. I'm out of here. My love
2: for you will always be. Just stupid...
3: He's not missing no meals. 12.15 at 5.60 WQM. 5670560. Palm 5.60 on the at and wireless line. Here's Palm Beach.
11: Hello. Good there. How are you doing today? Okay, sir. Let me just ask you. I tried calling you last week. I'm just curious. Why is your radio station constantly harping on this um, O.J. Simpson guy? You know, I understand if you have a personal issue with the guy, that's fine. You know, but it just seems to drag on and on. And, you know, the guy <laughs> committed an offense. You know, and it was a horrible... He
3: did an offense. He murdered two people, yeah. It, yeah, it was
11: a horrible offense. Uh-huh. But the reality is this. He went through the process. He was found out guilty. How about, we, civil, how
3: about in the civil trial? Was he found out guilty?
11: Okay, in the civil trial? He stands yeah. for that.
3: So what? He, no, no, sir, he is not paying for that. He's supposed to be paying for it, but he's not paying for it. Instead, he's running around playing golf, living the life of Riley, so eating at this. expensive restaurants, while other people who get caught with a pin joint are sitting in jail for 20
11: years. Do you think that's justice? Let me ask you this. Him playing golf, how, what effect does that have on your life?
3: That, that, I don't care. He can play all the golf he wants, but when he plays at our charity golf tournament like he did last week where he was per, specifically uninvited, when he keeps sticking his nose into our business here at this radio station, then it does affect my life, and then I will Talk about it. Otherwise, if I never heard his name again, it would be too soon.
11: No, no, hey, hey, believe me, if the man is meddling in your business, then it becomes an issue for you. That is
3: absolutely correct, sir.
11: But but I think. This man was invited to participate in that tournament. No he,
3: no, he was not invited to participate.
11: So you're telling me he just showed up at the golf course? He
3: was he was invited by his personal friend, Roy! but he was not invited by the radio station. He was he was specifically uninvited by the station.
11: Okay, and so and by
3: the golf course and by the charity and by everybody else involved.
11: And so you felt that it was your personal crusade to go and say, hey, look, because this guy was not invited. Let's spend a whole week talking about this guy when in reality there are other issues that you really could have been. No, talking.
3: I I, sir, his name hasn't been barely. Uh, for a couple of comedy bits. I haven't mentioned him today at all. Oh, well,
11: last week was dedicated to the guy. Well, then
3: this is this week, okay? It's Tuesday of this week, and you're the only one that's talking about him, sir. My hysterical, racially uh, upset friend. Five, six, seven. Let me say it again. He's a murderer. He's a scumbag. I don't want to be associated with him, and neither does any decent person at this radio station
5: underlining the decent part, okay? Which we have a few. Get a brain, pal. Get with it. And next time I need any
3: advice as to what subject matter to talk about, I'll call you. Give me leave George your number. I'll call you and you let me know. Five six seven O five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Oakland Park. Hello. Uh,
0: back to the football issue.
3: Football issue?
0: Yes. Uh first of all What
3: issue was that? I didn't know we had a football oh. issue
0: totally wrong. It never even
5: rained last night at the game. I don't know what game. Sir, you guys it, rain,
3: it rained for hours before the before, game. It was raining and windy. The yeah, and there were a lot of people there who got there who got soaked up to their ears. Yes?
6: Not the game. Yeah,
3: okay. I'm glad you had a good time. And? And?
6: Get off the
5: football.
3: Oh, yeah. There you go. There's that same jackass again. Five six seven oh five sixty pun the same guy with the stadiums and pound five sixty on you you're a moron pound, you're a sports nerd, call in on the sports nerd shows after two before ten, the sports nerd shows, not ten to two, okay we got our own regular nerds, let's stick with them, not the sports nerds. we don't want to hear from you, we can't stand you. We're nauseated by you. I hope you get double pneumonia, okay. I hope you paid $100 to park, you moron, you jackass, you. Here's Miami. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Okay. See, I was at the game last night. <clears throat> I had fun. But um you're talking about the thing on 2020. Isn't 2020 an ABC uh show? Maybe uh, the, it wasn't on last night because the game was on.
3: No, it must not Well, the people here saw it, so it must have been on before the game or
5: who knows.
10: Oh. Okay, that's besides the point. Um. <clears throat> You're running a spot for, uh, you know, the laser eye surgery. Yeah. And Kippy Brown says that he went and did it. Maybe that was a problem last night. He had that laser surgery on his eyes. That could have done he it. Yeah. What the hell was going on? Uh
9: huh.
10: And the third that thing is... you
3: Do you ever think of that?
10: <laughs> yeah. The third thing is, I sit in section 405, upper deck front row. Yeah. But in section 402 is where all the action was because, uh, first just one girl stood up and flashed her boobs. And then the girl, it was another girl on the other end of that section on the same aisle. Flash your boots. We were going blue flashing back and forth. Georgia would have... Oh, right. We're having, we're having more fun up there. Yeah, well, I'm, glad, and it, I'm glad there
3: was something entertaining going on in the stands because there sure as hell wasn't on the field.
10: Yeah, I know. And, you know, they lost the game. And, you know, I had to get up and go to work and, and face reality. And I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it was pathetic and all that other crap, but I did get out of the house. So I did get a little
2: wet, and I saw boobs, and I had a fun time. Look at the t- on that
0: blonde, man. There you go,
3: man. Okay, glad you had a great time. Okay, he said there's a lot of boobs up in 402 is what he said. I'm sure of that. I bet you there was boobs in every section. Five six seven oh five sixty four hundred 400 open lines here for your amusement and perusal here this hour. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Mobile and Boca.
5: Hi, O'Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Quick
6: question for you. Number one, I'm gonna, I have to start the question by saying this to you. I'm born and raised in Buffalo, New York. Moved here 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you. People, uh, talk about Dan Marino, and I'm gotta jump the bandwagon, and let me tell you why. What happened to Vinny Testaverde this year? Well, he's hurting, and so are the Jets. Same thing with the Denver Broncos.
3: I think as a quarterback, you gotta be a leader. You gotta be, uh, you gotta be the man in charge. And you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, I have now converted to Miami Dolphin. Uh-huh. However, well, you know, for reason... it's perfect because another a Miami Dolphin so-called fan, a make-believe Dolphin fan, calling and bashing Dan Marino, like no, I said no, no. before. No, save it, save it. Do me a favor. Save it for the uh, sports nerd shows, okay? I don't want Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Jimmy. This station is drowning in a sea. Like I've told you so many times before, Jimmy and Danny. It is so goddamn boring. It is so terminal. It is so ponderous. Like I said at the beginning of the show, why can't you admit that the quality of play in the National Football League is so diluted? They have now achieved parity. You've got basically all crappy teams. You've got St. Louis Rams are undefeated. They're a girls' team, okay? They're a joke. You've got the the Super Bowl participants who, between the two of them, haven't won a goddamn game. They're 0-8. It's a freaking joke. You've got swill, and you just don't want to admit it to yourselves. If you want to take your hard-earned money and go out there and pay 30 bucks to park and get soaked and watch crap, be my guest. It's a free country. Go subsidize crap. I don't care. I saw the same game in the comfort of my living room last night that you saw there in a stand if you were there. And it wasn't any better on the TV than it was sitting there all it was more comfortable. And I could (laughs) fart in peace. And didn't have to worry about a bunch of slobs and drunks and obnoxious uh, whatever they were. I saw it with my own six eyes. I saw what the hell was going on. It was crap. If I would, have I'm going to tell you, if I would have paid to go to that event and paid a lot of money to park
5: and gone in and be treated to that spectacle, I would have been screaming for a refund. And that goes back again to this: the, the sports nerds who continue subsidizing these events, who want the stadiums, who want this, who want that.
3: You know, they they could put they could put on a goddamn uh, elephant farting show for two hours. You say,
5: oh, gee, smelled pretty good to me. Sure heard some interesting sounds. Ain't never heard before. Mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey,
10: Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. First of all, I'd like to say the guy who called about OJ was a complete and total a moron. A
3: A professional he should, spartzer.
10: He should go to the closest hospital and have him do a lobotomy immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was originally calling to say, though, is that what you have with the Miami Dolphins yes. is another Heisinga production. Um, mediocrity packaged in a hyped, overhyped package to sell oh, hype, to the morons down here. We could be,
3: we could be something special. We, right. this could be. I mean, I mean, I just, I, 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 right. I don't know whether to cry or laugh every time I hear that.
10: The man owns the town, unfortunately, the franchise, and the reason is because he is able to sell to the lowest common denominator and the morons that live down here. That have moved down here from New York, 90% of them.
3: And yeah, know what I said before elephants? He said with an SH crap. He said that's what he's peddling to <laughs> And you keep buying it. And he's right. He's right. So it's just like the mediocre garbage we had two years in a row at the uh, first at the uh, Miami Arena and then last year at the Anthem Center. And I'm doing my best to get people out there. The Kings are much improved, by the way. They won their game last night in St. Louis 3 to 2. They'll be here tomorrow night, and I, I have a feeling. I mean, I hope everybody comes out, supports the Panthers, but you know something? You put a crappy product on the team year after year, and you keep jacking up the prices, jacking up the
5: prices, and guess what? A lot of people stay home, Oh, we don't understand why. You open up a restaurant, and you serve crap. Are people going to come back? No. No. And you promise, you
3: put big signs up, you put big ads on TV, the most delicious, succulent, mouth-watering cuisine in the history of the human race. Come on in for a really a great-taste treat.
5: And the people come in and taste like dog droppings, which, quite frankly, I've used that expression a lot, never tasted dog droppings.
3: But I've smelled them, and I think I'll pass. I've smelled them. And then, next time you go there, you walk by, you're not going to go in because you don't want anything to do with it. And you look and there's a menu outside and you see they've raised the prices. Same great food, but just slightly increased prices. Are you going to go in? No. No, not unless you're a mental defective. Mental defective sounds like some of the sports nerds. Oh. Alonzo,
2: you're so big. The pain from Wayne makes games go down the drain. When Wayne explains his aims, my brain complains made spot, ill-gotten games. It's way it's Wayne, whose acclaim has gone down in flames. It's way it's Wayne, the shame of Wayne put pain upon my brain. I think it's lost it. The strain from Wayne made stains inside my veins.
3: Oh my God! Twelve thirty-one at five sixty. WQM Hank will be at the uh, Cool City at two. Then we got the uh, Yankees in uh, Texas playoffs tonight. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I, I I don't see. I think that's a great analogy that I drew. Restaurant serves up crap food,
5: raises the prices, and then uh, can't figure out why you won't come back. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
3: Oh,
10: hi, yes. Yeah, I hadn't watched a pro football game in about ten years, but somehow I watched the last period last night.
7: Well, I'm so garbage, sorry. garbage
10: product. And you do you <laughs> laugh at the product because it's so damn artificial, and you cry for these schleppers who were there who somehow think a dolphin victory is going to improve their life. But I will say this: it's not as artificial as, as any of those Miami Heat games and everything that they surrounded with. Now,
3: pl- the plastic is the word you're looking. No, for.
10: it's just plastic. it's it's embarrassing. It's just terrible. And Jiggs McDonald blows. He blows. He's better than the guy that they had before on the yeah. radio. But, but he's he was not, just
3: in here this morning. I was having a nice chat with Jiggs.
10: Well
3: He's a nice guy.
10: Well, I don't think he's that good. And one more thing, the Kings have a, a really good play. This Le Perrier, I don't know if you've seen him, Yeah. but he's very good.
3: Yeah, they're boring, though. But it'll yeah. be a great game tomorrow night.
10: Yeah, we'll be there.
3: Thank okay, you. I see you. I shouldn't have said that. They're boring. Then people will say, oh, see, Neil said they're boring. they'll no, come out. No, come out to see Pavel Burry. We don't give a crap about the Kings and Luke Robitaille and Joseph Stumple and those guys. We care about the goddamn Pavel Burry. Oh, That's what we care about. We love you, Panthers, don't we? Don't we love the Panthers? Come on, let's hear it. I'm listening. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello.
5: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, I gotta
10: agree with you on the one hand that uh that I wouldn't pay to go out and subsidize that professional scam out there every year mm-hmm. because they're about as loyal to fans. Oh, why, why should the fans be loyal to them? You know they're they're not loyal at all. Yeah. You know, they, they go to the highest bidder.
9: Mm-hmm.
10: But I disagree with You're you hard. on the fact that that last night's game was not entertaining. I had a ball in the fourth quarter. I stayed at home. I had a ball in the fourth quarter watching Doug Flutie run around those guys.
3: And I was in bed. I was long asleep by then. Oh,
10: oh, it was great. Uh, my favorite team, uh, well, why, why I why they, favorite you know, Why played. they insist
3: on putting those games on at nine o'clock? I mean, why, why, you know, all the ratings were down. They tried at eight o'clock. You know something? Life has got to be more than just freaking ratings. I realize they paid a billion goddamn dollars for the rights to it, but Jesus almighty, uh, who in their right mind wants to stay up at 1245, one o'clock in the morning to watch a stupid football game?
10: Well, especially when there are two East Coast teams playing. They, they don't really need to run it so late. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my favorite team is whoever's playing the Dolphins, and I just love it the next day with all the jock sniffers at work. I oh, just yeah. Just they're all crying, room.
3: man. They're all I crying today. Ball. Yeah. Okay, pal. <laughs> have a great day.
2: <laughs> we love you, a ho- visiting team, whoever you are,
3: because we know the Dolphins ain't going too far. Five, six, seven, oh, five. I mean, you know, if you had a really good team, I'd say, okay, they're great. They're I see Super Bowl. I smell deep into the playoffs. I smell something. I smell something. Oh, man. Who are you kidding? And the guys on this radio station, I mean, right down the line. Oh, yeah. Cecil, this and this one, that and Jimmy. You know, something. Oh, give me a break. It's just another, like you said, it's a gay club. They're all taking showers together, they're all squeezing it together. Well, oh, here's our good close friend, Tim Smith. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi, Tim. Is this Neil? Yes, sir.
10: Yeah, how you doing? Uh, I understand you're giving out my home phone number to the world, and they've been calling me.
3: No, I, I thought that was your office no, number. That's we wouldn't my, give out anybody's home number on here. my
10: home telephone number. Well, we
3: apologize profusely.
10: Okay. Well, I, I think you're giving out some erroneous information. I thought I'd call and try to clear it up.
3: Okay, please.
10: You know, uh, nobody uh, that I know of is talking about any taxpayer-funded ballpark in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the, the plans that are being floated are talking about either a user tax surcharge of on baseball tickets. Yeah. Or maybe a penny increase per dollar in the hotel bed tax.
3: Yeah, you know, a hotel bed tax and the car rental tax. That's still tax money that would be raised by the uh, county
10: well it may be but it's a, it's a it's not a local taxpayer funded effort and that's what these people that are calling me are thinking that we're talking about raising property values
3: no no no, no nobody, nobody has ever said that nobody well, has the ever said that that's the same when they call me neil well they, they must be uh you know hard of hearing i guess
10: and another uh, but, but but
3: let me say it again you know in in the same even though it's in a different newspaper in the herald today is the article schools bursting at the seams in broward again and officials seriously underestimate the surge of students we've got all these overcrowded schools we've got all these kids going to schools and classrooms and the idea that any politician in Dade or Broward is advocating raising any kind of tax revenues to go to build a multi stadium is I think that
10: what we ought to be doing is is raising taxes to get more money to the school board is that is that your opinion well I mean that, you know they, they already waste uh, quite a bit of money out there Neil their, their budgets uh, billions of dollars regardless if we have a school problem I don't know that raising taxes to give more to the Crystal Palace is the answer either
3: the Crystal Palace
10: that's where a lot of the money is wasted. You know, have, have you ever visited the school board headquarters there by the courthouse? No. It's about 15- uh, or 18-story tall, beautiful marble yeah. and granite so, so, building. So
3: in other words, what you're saying is that the politics are so corrupt and so hopeless in South Florida that no matter how much tax money we raise or give to them, we can't improve the schools? Is that what so you're saying? I, I
10: think that we, need, we hope that the Till will be more efficient with the tax dollars that he gets, but I don't think it has any correlation to trying to put a ballpark into Fort Lauderdale in a very impoverished area to try to have a redevelopment area. You mean,
3: you mean like downtown Miami, where the Miami arena is, where they put a ballpark? No, that's no I'm not. I'm talking there?
10: about downtown Baltimore, where Camden Yards is. is yeah, but downtown but Baltimore. Arrived. But Fort
3: Lauderdale isn't Baltimore, Tim. I mean, first of all, there's no there is no access. There's no way to get... It's already congested. There's no way for that people... are There's also
10: go, a plan for that, Neil. And, mm-hmm. and, and I wish that I had gotten with you, and maybe I could have come on and explained the way I hear the plan developing. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about... Well, what do
3: you mean the plan developing? Well, well, what does is that mean? Citizen, In other words, this is already going there's a on. There's
10: citizens group that is out there that is. has This plan to the city government. Well,
3: who who are these citizens?
10: Well, they're they're people from the Los Holas Company and people from uh, uh, EDSA, which is Edward Stone and and Company. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of citizens that just think this would be a great way to redevelop a very impoverished, poor, hard hit area of downtown Fort Lauderdale that we can't seem to get anything to happen in. Mm -hmm. So they've come to the government they said, you know, the ballpark's going to land somewhere. It's going to infuse $300 million into some area. Why don't we see? It's going to infuse that 300 million city. dollars.
3: It's going to infuse 300 million dollars. Now let me ask you this: Who's going to pay to subsidize the ballpark after it's built?
10: Nobody. It's going to it's going to pay for itself. I assume.
3: You you assume?
10: Well, don't they always?
3: No, no, they certainly don't. The ballpark they built in San Diego is going to run nine million dollars a year deficit, and they're already saying that before it's even built.
10: Well, in the way I understand, most of the ballparks—Jacob Field and Turner Field and Toronto and all those other ones—they're they're big money makers.
3: This, this isn't Cleveland or Toronto, as, well, you, this as is you know. Well,
10: Lauderdale, But let's 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 go ahead and, and review this thing on the facts. And
3: that's yeah, but, but let me scare me to the No, no, I've never threw any scare tactics. Well, nobody, is has, nobody this on is this mean, program ever said that US. property taxes were going to be raised. You can listen to the tapes. Nobody ever told the public that. In fact, I read from the story that's in the Sun Sentinel on page three B today, where it specifically talks about uh, the car and hotel surcharges. It says nothing about property taxes. The
10: people that, that call me say that they hear that I want to raise their taxes, and, and their taxes will not be affected one iota. No, no.
3: Let, let me say it again. Let me make it very clear. Good. I happen to oppose any tax money being used to build a stadium for a multimillionaire. It's but the, it's on tell that the
10: people that's your opinion Neil. The people have to understand that what it would mean is a penny per dollar for tourists that come in and stay in our hotel. Yeah. 1 cent per dollar. Mm-hmm. And and they and they don't think that. Your radio program this morning—they're thinking that it's on no, their. No, 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 not, not by. Directive. Let me
3: say it again. Not by my radio program this morning. Maybe by their own stupidity. Well, maybe. or maybe, maybe because somebody told them something else. But not through anything that was said on this radio okay, program. You enough. can take I that to the bank.
10: I wasn't listening, so I can't say that honestly.
3: Well, shame on you.
10: But, uh, you know, I've gotten, I uh, said you gave my home number out. And I've well, I, I apologize calls. for that. I, I asked He's a very for your, popular guy because they'll call me at your I
3: place. asked for your office number. I would never give anybody's home number out, and I apologize for that.
10: Oh, that's fine. Maybe you can correct that and give my office number, and I'll be glad to call them back. They're not leaving their name and number. Some of them, they're so furious thinking that their property taxes will rise, are calling me and hanging up and not leaving their name and number. It's not just not fair.
3: Okay. What's your office number?
10: 761-5003. And I would look forward to calling back each and every folk that want to know what the plan that's being developed and bring, brought to the city government, what people are saying.
3: Okay. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. There's a Fort Lauderdale City Commissioner Tim Smith, 761-5003. That's the right number. Some jackass calls here with a home phone number. We don't do that. We don't play that game. But at any rate, he responded, which I appreciate. And nobody ever said that it was going to be your property taxes. Yeah. But again, you got a lot of dummies out there. You got a lot of very stupid people. It's tax dollars. And I don't care where it's coming from. I don't want to see any tax money used for it. And by the way, if the, it sounds really great that the school situation is that hopeless. It sounds like we got the best politicians that money can buy on that school board. Can't get that thing straightened out to save our lives. Man. That's all. The more reason I'd like to give more tax money so the politicians can diddle around with it. And that uh, that group of concerned citizens, mm. 19 before 11, I sure hope there ain't no special interest involved there. I'm sure there are. No. No.
10: What is Plato's retreat?
2: Yabba-dabba-doo, yabba-dabba-doo, Barney, say it. it Never do, never, never do, Freddy Fazbear. Say it, Freddy Fazbear. This is for the family that we call the Flintstones. The car is made out of dinosaur bones. Sarah Page right out of history, Fred Wilma, Betty, and her husband Barney. Fred works all day down at the quarry, Wilma handles pebbles, you know the story. Yeah, it's and Bam Bam, Mr. Slate, and the great kazoo, it wasn't that great. They stopped the car with the three-toed beat, then they played the record with a bird's big beat. Some days, maybe Fred will win the fight, and that cat will stay out. For the night, when the boss yanks the feathers on the bird's rear end. The episode ain't over, it just began. I hope you dig my prehistoric ride. so turn on the tube and have a gay old time. Yabba-dabba-doo, 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 Fred and Barney, say it's Fred and Barney. Yabba-dabba-doo, 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 Fred and Barney, say it's Fred and Barney.
3: at 5.60 WQM. I just, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, you know. I I ask uh, Tim Smith about uh, who's going to pay, just like the American Airlines Arena. Oh, you don't have to worry, uh, you know, Mickey Harrison's put up all the money, which, number one, that's a lie. But, number two, when that arena winds up losing its ass, which it possibly can, uh, the the taxpayers in Dade County are the ones that are going to have to subsidize it. In a city that's uh, basically bankrupt, that the state keeps threatening to take over. And the same thing will happen there. And, oh, you know, all this business about, well, if we can just get the retractable roof dome stadium, and then we can afford to go out and put together a competitive team. Yeah, like the Orioles and the Dodgers, right? (laughs) With that $80 million payroll, losing their ass game after game. The people in this town going to support that? No. No. And then what's going to happen? Then who's going to be left with the rubble there when it turns into a losing proposition? What are you going to do then? Who's going to subsidize it? Jacob's field my ass. This ain't Cleveland, okay? And Toronto, what the hell has this got to do with Toronto? The skydome is built on a goddamn lakefront. It wasn't built in a slum. They didn't renovate any part of town to put in the Sky Dome. There are no slums in Toronto. And the worst thing that I hear, and I don't want to get anybody panicky,
2: <laughs>
9: is these
3: concerned citizens who are getting together. Sounds to me just like what always goes on in this town. Behind closed doors, they've already got this master plan drawn up where we're going to have all these roads and going to, all the roads will lead to downtown Fort Lauderdale to the stadium that's going to be there.
5: Not to mention all the people who are going to be displaced, by the way. If you think that John Henry is going to be the panacea for Fort Lauderdale, boy, you got a real, a real thought coming. He's, a, he's just looking for the biggest sucker we can find. Who's going to give him the best deal? Give him.
3: Who's going to squeeze it out of whoever? He doesn't care where it comes from. He doesn't care whether it's tourist money, your money, whose money. That's all John Henry cares. Who's going to make him the best goddamn offer he can't refuse? All this propaganda and bull crap.
5: You know, and, and let
3: me say this also. If the Broward County School Board and the day, if all the school boards are as inept, as Tim Smith just told us here on this radio show, Why aren't the local politicians screaming bloody murder about that instead of wasting all their time trying to consort with this multimillionaire to help him get a stadium built? That should be the number one priority is the kids and getting a decent education system that people can be proud of and having people walking around in this town with an IQ bigger than their penis. That's what our people ought to be concerned about. Not building yet another goddamn sports facility. Pretty soon we'll have a stadium and a ballpark in every street corner here.
5: Like the frickin' Miami Arena. Anybody seen any sporting events there lately? No. How are the Matadors doing? No. How's that new WNBA team doing? Crazy people and their play toys, and they want somebody else to pay for it. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Going once.
3: Going twice. Adios. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
10: Hi Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. First of all, that guy should be ashamed of himself for even wasting his time discussing a baseball stadium. Uh, second of all, I found out in uh, my life that if there's one thing I know, and you'll probably agree with this based on some of your dealings at the radio station.
9: Mm-hmm. As
10: soon as somebody comes running to you with this plan that they've taken their time and energy to work out, so that it's going to be wonderful for you what it really means, it's going to be wonderful for them. Right, therefore. of course.
3: It's called self-serving.
10: That, that's it. It's, he shouldn't even be discussing this. What he, let, let John Henry worry about the stadium. Will you work, Go worry about the things you were elected to worry about. And, and, as, and to
3: give me that sarcastic thing about the Crystal Palace and the Broward School Board meeting over there and how it's hopeless, I mean, well, what kind of an answer is that? Uh, What kind of response is that? In other words, there's nobody else. We're just kind of like left in limbo and the kids are left for whatever crap they get from the school board members. Why isn't he out there instead of calling me about that? Why isn't he on the goddamn local news? Why isn't he being quoted in the newspaper this morning as saying that instead of wasting his time talking about a baseball stadium that's supposed to save downtown Fort Lauderdale?
10: Because that's in his interest to talk about a baseball stadium, and it's in his interest to hand off the ball about the school system, which they're destroying anyway. Yeah. Uh, The other comment, I didn't even call about that, but you had this guy on. Uh, as far as your your overall view of the NFL football that's going on is correct, and the proof and point was uh, there were five games available this weekend on, on TV, including Sunday and last night's game, and there was well, only you one good one have, have the Open. small
3: dish. All the games were available.
10: Well, I mean, if you have the small dish, yeah, but All I'm right. saying from you know there were five games available over the weekend if you don't have the small dish, mm-hmm. and of those five games, only one of them was any good, yeah, you know competitive and a well and a pretty well played game uh, i mean these guys how can how can they be out there since July practicing four hours a day and play like that? How is mm-hmm. that possible to call yourself a professional
3: and and to be getting the kind of salaries that these guys are getting? This, this is the thing that really galls me: is that professional athletes getting more and more and more money. Nobody can ever give them enough. And finally, thank God this year. Finally, most of the owners in the National Hockey League have gotten together, and they finally have decided, okay, we're drawing the line. We're not going to get sucked in so that we all wind up drowning and choking on our own excessive salaries. And they've said no to a lot of these guys. And if you don't want to play, like uh, you know, like uh, Glenn Sather said to Mike Greer in Edmonton, enjoy your retirement, okay? That's the greatest line I ever heard in my life. I hope you enjoy your retirement because a million dollars a year wasn't enough for this kid. And,
10: and so far, specifically on the Dolphins, there, there seem to be a couple of guys that are above this. Uh, criticism, and it's this guy Gogan and Donnelly. They're paying these guys pretty big money. These linemen, and for my money, they couldn't push you out of the way. Yeah. What's going on with that? Nobody ever talked. It's always you know Marino or Martin or OJ or this way. It's never about the, how soft these guys are. Don't say
3: OJ. That guy'll call back again.
10: Sorry.
3: Okay. Have a great Take
10: day. Okay, Bye bye.
3: Oh, wrong OJ. See, my I know one thing. If my initials were OJ, I might think about changing them. You know, like to a BJ. Five six seven O five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Those be our numbers here. Nobody cares, by the way, about the uh, schools busting at the seams. Nobody gives a crap about that. That's why they are, including the politicians. Nobody makes any noise about that. Pretty soon, like I said before, your kids will be going to school in goddamn uh, dumpsters. Make no difference. They'll be sitting out they'll be sitting outside at benches. And if it rains while well, we're we'll bringing the ponchos like at the ballpark.
5: Nobody gives a crap about that. The important stuff is baseball uh, stadium ideas got support. There you go. That's what it says in your paper this morning.
3: There's an endless supply of money. And so the school problem isn't money. Well, let's find out what it is, and let's find out where all that money is going, and let's do something about it. What do you say about that, Tim, huh? And all the other people that got your nose up, to uh, John Henry's, wreck, what about that? What about becoming a hero for the kids in these towns in, in Dayton Broward County? instead of running around and consorting with this spoiled brat multimillionaire who's a goofball, who's a silly person, standing there in the middle of an empty stadium, counting the fans and give, and, and
5: pointing them to better seats. What, what a joke. What an embarrassment, as somebody I know would say. God. Somebody
3: somebody sent me, and thank you, by the way, because I had thrown those out. I'm, I, I want to frame those, those pictures the day that he was on the front page, not just of Dayton Broward, but all three newspapers, even a Palm Beach Post he was on the front paper of.
5: Front page in his empty stadium, looking like a like a lost suckling. Oh, yeah, how about sitting over there? <laughs> you're a silly person, baby. You're a businessman.
3: You're a bad businessman. Maybe you got lucky with your commodities investments, but you're a bad businessman, John Henry. You bought a pig and a poke. You bought a bad deal. And now you expect the public to bail you out? Well, screw you, man. The answer is still... No. Here's a mobile in Deerfield Beach. Hello. How are you doing, Neil? Okay, sir.
10: Uh, yeah, as far as the, the Dolphin game goes uh, last night, uh, I, I just really hope that Don Shula laughing his ass off right now because, you know, yeah after the way Jimmy Johnson lobbied his way. I know he
3: it, set him up for it. Don't forget, he set him up. He went, oh, yeah. on, he went on Fox TV the year before, you know, Shula got canned. He goes on there and he set him up. Everybody knew it. Oh, yeah, they've yeah. got the talent. They should. Have. There's no excuses if they don't make it. He set him up for uh, for the kill. And uh, then he came in here and he's shown them people here nothing so far.
0: Well, you know, he he came back for one reason, right? Because that because this corn
10: has a chance to be special. That's right. Yeah, I guess like I said yesterday. That's what that, that's
3: what they're saying in Ain'tree.
10: Well, like, like I said, him in that baby uh, bear bear the same resemblance.
3: <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> All
10: right.
5: See ya. We
3: got a chance. We really got a shot. And, and you know, I look at that and I think, I mean, is this man like losing it? Is he just is he having some kind of a breakdown? Is he, I mean, I know it's a it's a promotional thing, and he's doing a little bit of acting here, but uh, uh, come on. Get with it. Get real, man. We got a shot. Here's a mobile in West Palm. Hello.
5: Hey, Neil. God. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Great.
8: Good. Hey, not to belabor this football stuff, uh, this topic, but uh, I don't know if you've hey, talked well, about it. Hey, well, it's
3: important, man. Let's talk about the important stuff, hey, football.
8: I don't know if you've talked about it already or what, um, but about... Uh, are the Heisman candidate hopeful uh, for Peter Warwick? Did you hear about that?
3: Oh, yeah, Peter Warwick. by the way, he uh, got uh, some cheap suits, I guess, huh? They talk about yeah. uh, cheap suit. yeah. Evidently got yeah. a little discount there in the uh, men's store.
8: He's getting a questioning
6: either for being a suspect or a witness. They yeah. don't know yet. They won't confirm it, but you got a Heisman, you got a Heisman candidate here looking to sign a big contract in a few months.
3: Yeah, but, but, let's then, face, but let's face it, that's pretty petty stuff compared to what most of them are. He didn't kill anybody yet, you know?
8: Such egg. you think the Dolphins will draft him?
3: I, I think if, they, if he's found guilty, I think so. I think he's got a good shot. I think he's got a shot. <laughs> All right,
8: thanks, Bill.
3: See ya. He's got a shot to be something special, to be a special schwarzer. And by the way, what kind of a school has got a guy named Peter Warwick and a guy named Warwick done? Well, I've heard of Dion Warwick. You ever hear of anybody named Warwick? No, no, not on there. Maybe they just maybe Bobby Bowden just goes after guys named Warwick. I just, I I mean, nobody else finds that unusual. Just like uh, extra hip or X-ray hip or whatever that uh, Schwarzer's name was, that basketball player. In fact, we're going to be doing a whole show on that very soon. Schwarzers with strange names.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, boy. It's the one to two hour. Father
10: O'Toole, God.
2: We dance like things we sing, like seas, but we must tell you. We swear we're not gay if you wore these outfits to class i
3: Well, uh, 103 at 560 WQM. So, anyway, if I were a politician, you know, let's say in Fort Lauderdale, and I owned a a piece of property in the 700 block of Northeast Fifth Terrace, which is in the middle of that depressed area that our friend Tim Smith was talking about before, I'd probably uh, be a very concerned citizen, too, and be working feverishly to try to get together with whomever possible to uh, get something done, to, like, upgrade that area to increase my property values. Wouldn't you? Yes. Oh. In the 700 block of Northeast Fifth Terrace. I just mentioned that, you know, rhetorically. Just in case anybody knows anyone who owns property in that area. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Neil, how are you today? Pretty good, sir. Uh, if I can, I just a couple of points. Anything
9: you first, like, man.
3: First of all, the arrogance is Mr. Smith that when, when, uh, the a- issue of clarification came up to the taxation and where it would come from,
8: as soon as you raised the fact that, okay, fine, uh it wasn't a property tax issue, it was never said. His point was, well, it's not a property tax issue, he says we shouldn't count. It's still tax it's dollars. It's tax
5: dollars. It's, it's tax revenue are able to raise. Have
8: no business asking for. Right. Already got coddle breaks on taxation to begin with. Number two,
10: anyone who knows anything about sports teams and franchises knows that when property developers look at issues for taxation like Jacksonville, they did a study
8: that was even uh, promoted on Nightline that if the same revenues were pumped into local water areas for transportation, uh, shipping and domestic, there'd be more jobs of a higher revenue scale placed in a more permanent base than almost below average minimum wage jobs and as few as you're
3: talking about for incontinency baseball. Right, And And it's
2: even more than that. The arrogance of this guy, the way he seemed like, hey, you know what, Broward,
8: they don't do a good job with their money anyway, so why aren't we entitled to try and take those tax dollars and do something better with it? You're just not. And I'll be damned if I'm going to – anybody who does not get involved with this to not let it happen from a concerned community deserves what they get.
9: Right.
3: Amen. Thank you. Just say – No. He's pissed off and fired up, baby. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. And uh, didn't I just read that editorial here uh, not too many days ago? Not an editorial. I only wish it was on the editorial page, but an article from the op-ed page documenting the fact that uh, rarely, rarely is there any significant revenue well raised by placing ballparks in any of these areas. Minimal
5: to non-existent. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Okay, sir. Uh, you know, I just wanna give hats off you making that guy Tim sound like a real
10: schwinter muscle. And uh the funniest thing about that was he compared uh Broward Carney to to Toronto. Right. I mean that, that doesn't take that a joke.
3: I wonder if he's I should have asked him if he's ever been in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: know,
8: right? And I another quick question about hockey. I haven't
10: had because 'cause I've been moving now. I was did they did the Bruins sign Byron to back? No. That's our problem.
3: Then. Didn't sign him, and they didn't sign uh, Dmitry Kristich, and uh, if you would have seen the way they played in Toronto last night, you would have cried. And this kid that they played, I can't think of his name, not talis but the other goalie they got, he played great. It was his first game he ever played in the NHL. He stood on his head. The Leafs outshot him 16-3 in the first period. It could have been instead of 4-0, it could have been like 12-0 in Toronto, wow. and the Bruins really looked bad.
10: Well, I had big hopes on this year. I, is there still a chance they can sign the fallback?
3: He wants $4 million a year. They're a million dollars apart.
10: Gee. All right, well, thanks for all for your time, man. Okay. Take
3: care. And again, like the guy said yesterday, no one. Harry Sinden, who is a cheap bastard. But the fact is, you still you got to draw the line somewhere because if every sport gets to be the same way in five, ten years, they're all going to be out of business. All your sports nerds out there, you're going to be sitting around playing tiddlywinks or playing with each other or with yourselves. Because uh, the you know it's not a deal where the sky's the limit. They've already they've already outpriced the uh, the majority of the public can't afford these prices to subsidize these these rich illiterate assholes. At least the hockey players, most of them can speak English, except the European players, right? Terry Murray, oh yeah, I'm speaking English. Come on, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. That's why we like Terry Murray. He may not have him play it at their best, but he's got him speaking English. Oh! What's going, Terry? You idiot. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello,
5: Uncle
10: God. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Great show.
3: Making a big comeback, sir.
10: Sounds good. Listen, did I hear you say uh, a little while back that Ed Till was going to be on the radio down here? Yes, sir. Ed freaking Till? That's
3: right. Isn't that embarrassing? Another one of Pete Bolger's great discoveries. Oh! Yeah.
10: I remember listening to that jackass up in Orlando on that hillbilly <laughs> talk show up there. Yeah.
3: This guy's gotten fired in more markets than any ten people I know put together.
10: And then he was out in L.A. for a while, right. I heard. Uh-huh. The worst talk radio I've ever heard. Anyways... And in regards to uh, that bushy-eyed, pencil-neck deep John Henry,
8: Uh-huh.
10: I think he should just reach in his own pockets, don't you think?
3: I don't think he'll find anything, but okay, thank you. Just take a look at him. You think there's anything in his pocket? No. No, not deep down in there. Maybe in his bank account, but not in his pockets. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Eight minutes after one at QAM. Hank will be out at uh, Cool City today. And then, of course, we'll have Donnie B talking baseball to get you ready for the baseball playoffs. At least the baseball playoffs ought to be pretty good, ought to be pretty entertaining. I mean, baseball is a very boring sport when it's, I mean, like last night. Oh, that Mets-Reds game, so disappointing. I mean, after that tremendous conclusion to their seasons and and the terminal. I mean, no little contender. It was over the second batter. Here's a two-run homer, that's the end of the game. But at least the playoffs in the series usually are something to get excited about, as opposed to the other 162 games.
0: I want to bang you in the butt, honey.
2: What would you do if I had normal boobs? Would you still run out and buy my CD? Do you get long when I streak out a song? Decide how much I sing off i am going to get by with this glass in my breath. Um, I get guys with implants in my breast. Um, I don't have to try with implants in my breast. Did you hold this shot for anybody? I only had to pull my panties down. Are they pleased with your body? Yeah, not to mention where I put my mouth. Can you succeed by just spreading your light? Yes, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a guy. How long will you be, sweet and just 17? Well, at least until I'm out of rehab, 35. I get by with implants in my bre- breast. I get guys with implants in this, in my breast. I don't have to try with implants in my breast. Have you seen? For me. She, she lives through me vicarious, vi- vicariously. All right. In this business, that's the most important thing. I'm going to get by the implants in my friends. Pr- yeah. 115 at
3: 560 WQAM. Uh, we have an open line somewhere, Five six seven 560 pound <laughs> 560. That's breast by test. Oh, God. Pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. So that's pretty interesting news. You told me about our new 800 number that's coming, the uh, one line.
5: Well, you got to start slowly, you know. We don't want to overdo it. it. might actually cost them some money. Here's Sunrise. Hello.
10: Hi, Neil.
5: Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Okay.
10: i got something very interesting. i got a Fax, and it says handgun control. Yes. So it says, should handguns be outlawed? has mm-hmm. got Two X's in there. Yeah. And it says on there it's commissioned by the 21st Century Fax Ltd. And they charge you uh 2.95 a minute to fax this. Yeah. What do you know about this?
3: Nothing. Okay. Uh, 600 lines just opened up while he was on because it was terminal we couldn't understand what he was saying. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Do I know anything about that? No. No. Anybody in the audience know anything? No. About okay. Just checking. Here's a mobile in Doral. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Hey, good afternoon.
3: And buenas tardes.
10: Thank you. Welcome, uh, Angel. <laughs> my uh, cellular signal is kind of fluctuating, so I Oh, it sounds fine,
3: right? It sounds better than that last guy. Uh,
10: yeah. It
3: sounds like he, he was in the turlet.
10: Yeah. Two points I wanted to make. One. Yes, sir. Uh, like I tell everyone uh, here at work, why isn't education number one? Right. I don't understand. We got a country
3: of dummies, sir. We got a country of functional illiterates, and nobody even find. Maybe because they're all so stupid, they're not embarrassed by that.
10: Right, and even teachers uh, have now like a more dangerous job than even the the police. Right. You know, so I don't know why education. we will have that bulletproof
3: vest for all our teachers. That'll be next.
10: Why? You know, and um, you know, like more schools, and because I want to know that when I see I'm 30 now, when I'm 70 and 80 years old, I want to know that the kids of today in the future aren't going to be the criminals. You know, the the politicians are more interested in in what to do with with, uh, crime now instead of teaching kids, educating kids. Well, you're you're forgetting
3: that the politicians of today, many of them are the criminals of today. You're forgetting that.
10: Yeah, oh, well, then forget what I said. You think. see, they've they <laughs> got,
3: they got to worry about their own special interests. Like I said just moments ago, if I have property in a very depressed area, well, naturally, I, if I'm in politics, I'm going to do everything I can to try to do anything to make sure that that area is upgraded, no matter who has to pay for it, and, uh, you know, to, to increase, like the Herald is always doing, you know. Right. Oh, they want the stadium downtown, they want the do right. arena downtown, everything down there by one Herald Plaza to try right. to, uh, you know, reduce their property value up in that very depressed uh, slum that nobody wants to go near.
10: Right, and no one goes to downtown anymore anyway. Right, unless we're forced to to see uh, whatever the uh, one the arena used to be there. Exactly. Well, it still is, but you know. Another, the last point I wanted to make is, if if we want to see athletes play at one hundred percent, be at every practice, stay out of jail, and see the best games in the history of our lives, you yeah. know what you do, you pay their salary after the season's over. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of that? Okay. Because I know, I, I know, if I get my salary in the beginning of the year, for the rest of the whole year, I'm going to yeah. make excuses, and my job level is going to go down.
3: I got a better idea for this place. I'll take mine all up front.
10: Oh, all right. Have a great all day, right.
3: <laughs> Yeah. As as of yesterday, let's just pay. Give me a check for the next uh, three years, okay? See if I show up tomorrow. I'll tell you one thing I discovered. That works real well. When you tell me you're not going to be here tomorrow, that works very well. All of a sudden, oh but, hey, hey, They start their reacting. And I was very serious. I already told you you are going to do the show today. Because you can only push people so far. I I mean, we're drowning over here, man. We're dying in a sea of embarrassment and humiliation and psychosis. Like I said before, every goddamn bone, although I feel better now, almost good enough to eat. That's bad. No more eating. Did we get any calls on 2020? No. The guy's right. Maybe it wasn't on here. It was on here. Well, how come I haven't had one call on it? On the Atkins diet. Maybe all these people saw Oprah yesterday, all the housewives out there, watched Oprah with that Heller diet, and they're eating their macaroni and cheese now.
7: Oh, nobody cares? The fat people don't care. The skinny people don't care.
3: Yeah, but Jesse Ventura cared. He says, shove your ass away from the uh, table, you fat bastards. You fat effers. That's what he said. He said fat heifers. Is that what it was? Effers or heifers? Well, with Jesse, you never know for sure. Love that Jesse Ventura, baby. He's my kind of guy. And that damn uh, governor of New Mexico, Governor Gary Johnson. That's right. A lot of you guys go go over there and kisses Johnson, okay? Because here's a guy that says drugs should be legalized. That the war on drugs is a farce. It's a joke, and all these poor bastards in jail. Like I've told you a million times before. And now finally, there's a little bit of light, a little ray of light. Naturally, they're going to try to squash him like a bug because they got to perpetuate their own
5: bureaucracies, the DEA and all these other maniacs, these lunatics, crazy people. Go to a civilized place. Go ahead. Here's an example. Marijuana club opens Montreal
3: branch. How do you like that? Yeah, man. A club selling marijuana for medicinal use opened Friday. This is last Friday, despite police warnings that they'll enforce Canada's drug laws. You think they're going to enforce No. No. Police said they'll investigate the compassion club, but it'll be uh, up to a crown pr- prosecutor to decide if charges are filed. Organizers wouldn't say if there was pot on the premises or if they had sold any to AIDS sufferers or those with chronic pain or illnesses. Similar clubs exist in Toronto and Vancouver, eh? How do you like that? Yamon. Commander Andre Lapointe said police feel compassion for people who need marijuana for health reasons, even though it's illegal. Our mandate is to apply the law in the most humanitarian way possible, he said. In other words, basically, look the other way. How do you like that? They're smoking pot openly on the streets of Vancouver. Is anybody arresting them? No. No. Because the Vancouver police, their line is, we enforce the important laws to protect the public. Those are the laws that we enforce. We're not here to harass the public like the police in the frickin' U.S. of A, in that police state, the United States. And that's exactly what this goddamn country is. And don't you ever forget it. It's a frickin' police state. We got the, the marijuana police. We got the sex police. We got the farting police. What it'll be next then the the sneezing police that'll be next here's miami hello uh
11: neil, yes, sir, how you doing neil? okay. Um, two things uh, real quick, Neil. Number one, you think when American Airlines Arena is all built, you think that Mickey Harrison is gonna go up uh, to the upper ball and say, "Can you please come and sit with us down here? There's better seats down here, you know, because that's gonna be next for the Heat." Mm-hmm. And number two, Neil.
3: And by the way, isn't it a shame that they're having such a tough time selling all those seats
11: at uh, American Airlines Arena? I know, right? Um, Neil. Number two, I watched the game last night, Neil. Um, but I have to be realistic. Like you say, the Dolphins have no shot, Jimmy. How's that? They have no <laughs> shot at all. And then Dan Lee Baster still writes a damn stupid column saying, uh, "We have enough to win it. Up. We yeah. have enough yeah. to win it's it. Yeah,
3: yeah. are still a Super Bowl contender. You know, he, he, they they've what? They played three games. They lost. They they beat a team that is zero and four. They beat a team that's one that, that's one and th- uh, two or one and three, whatever they are. And, and that couldn't beat a girls' team, Arizona. And and what are they, what is their claim to fame? And they got uh, beat by a team last night that was struggling so bad that, it, you know, embarrassing.
1: One more thing, Neil. John Henry, you blow, uh, baby.
3: Okay, thank you. Yeah, I got news for you, John Henry. You're not going to find no support in this joint. I must be crazy. I must
1: be nuts. You're
3: bleeding the lifeblood out of this place. I'll tell you that right now, okay? You're causing lots of grief and sores for us. Why don't you just pick up your old kit bag and move to goddamn uh, wherever you want. Wilmington, somewhere, anywhere, Geneva, New York. We don't care. We wish you all the luck in the world. Just say goodbye, John Henry. Take your horseball organization and stop trying to shove it down our throats. Last time I heard, it, it's illegal to shove it down our throats, especially in Broward. That's what Ken Jenny said, that asshole. Oh yeah, I see Buddy Nevins. He's probably he's probably uh, pushing for uh, you know Buddy ne- for uh, Ken Jenny. Know what a fascist he is, that little prick. Poll gives Jenny mixed views. That's right. These people in Broward want the strong mayor, and I'm all for that too. By the way. Let's have a strong mayor who can get something done and kick the school board in the ass again instead of just passing the buck and talking about the Crystal Palace. What a line that was. What kind of a line was that? That's the way said, Polit- oh, don't blame me. That's not my job. That's those other assholes down there. They're responsible. Among 238 likely Democratic voters polled, 42% uh, uh, supported Peter Deutsch for mayor and 32% Jenny. And Jenny says, oh, I don't put too much into polls. Yeah, he don't put too much. Yeah. All along, that's all he's been pointing for. He wants to be the goddamn dictator of Broward County, Ken Jenny. And don't ever forget it. And at the same time you're saying no. to John Henry, be sure and say a big fat. No. Oh.
5: Ken Jenny, that fascist pig. That right-wing piece of crap. Makes Rudy Giuliana look like a goddamn screaming liberal.
3: How's the Virgin Mary doing, by the way? 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Coral Springs. Hello.
10: Neil, first I'd like to say you're being much too kind to Ken Jenny. Yeah. Cuz he's even worse than a fascist pig. Uh, the other thing is the guy yeah. who called before with his brilliance plan to pay athletes at the end of the year.
7: Uh-huh.
10: Baseball players are paid twice a month. Football players are play, paid once after each game. Yeah. So, it's not like they receive all their money up front. Right. Now, why do I turn on WQAM uh, at noon? To hear you. Yeah. Why do people go to ball games? To see the players. These are the stars of their show, just like you're the star of your show. And they deserve whatever the market will bear, just like whatever the market will bear for you. And I think that professional but, uh, well, athletes don't,
8: don't make a
3: comparison. It doesn't cost you anything to listen to this program.
10: Well, but I pay for it in the costs that are passed on of the products that are by, that I buy from your sponsors. You,
3: you, you don't have I mean, we appreciate it if you subsidize the sponsors, but you don't have to. There's no requirement that it would ever cost you a dime to listen to this program.
10: Oh, I but agree. It, I don't think that the team should be subsidized. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling for that. I wouldn't pay two cents to give John Henry a stadium for this piece of crap ball club that yes. he has here. But the point I am trying to make is that... I would be in favor of players having a limit on how much they can make when there's a limit placed on how much the owners can make on their investment because players are investing their lives. I mean, look at Dan Marino. The poor guy can barely walk. He's invested his blood, sweat, tears, his body. When he's done playing, he's going to have to have his knees replaced, and God only knows, he probably can't even bend over to pick up his kids. Yeah. He's invested that,
9: Yeah.
10: and Wayne Heisinger has in invested heart. his money. Uh-huh. Now, just like Heisinger deserves a return on his investment, Marino deserves a return on his investment, yeah. whatever the market will well, be.
3: Let me ask you something. You know, uh, Speaking of Marino returning, uh, and I'm a big Dan Marino fan. I think he's a great guy and uh, one of the all-time greats. But remember when Republic Industries first came out, when the stock first came out? Yeah. Danny Marino was one of those people that was on the inside, him and Shula and a couple of others of Wayne's buddies, to be able to buy the $3 a share, and it went up to like $48, for whatever right. it was. Would you like the opportunity
10: to do that? You bet I would.
3: Yeah. How come we didn't get that chance?
10: Because we're not one of the people on the inside. Oh. Why is it that uh, a few weeks ago when the well, last how week how when, about, Al- when Altheon stock went public and it went public at 14 I couldn't buy it until it was up around $60 a share because right. I wasn't on the inside of that deal either. Right.
3: So, but I, I don't share your tremendous uh, sympathy that you feel for these guys. Most of these guys are making enormous amounts of money. A uh, tremendous percentage of them have minimal education. Oh, I agree. It, yeah.
10: However, you can be on the radio until you, you can't speak or fart anymore. Right. Those guys can only, if they're lucky, be ball players for five years. They've got to make five what they can while it's good. Five years? If they're lucky.
3: Eight, ten years, yeah.
10: Well, no, the average career.
3: Are oh, you talking about football players.
10: Football. Baseball as well. No, no, the baseball average...
3: is not five years.
10: No. Yeah, I'm telling you. I don't believe that. It's factual. Okay. You can get it from the commissioner's office.
3: Yeah, well, the can average you get career... a lot of uh, crap from the commissioner's office. The too.
10: average career. So, of... so, what are you saying? That
3: the sky's the limit. Whatever where the market will bear is what they should be getting.
10: That's correct.
3: Uh huh. So, in other words, if. Uh...
10: Because they're the ones that the fans come out to see. They're the ones that. Well, went... well,
3: guess what? The fans aren't coming out to see, okay? That's the point, pal. The fans aren't coming out to see. That's why you got empty seats. People don't want to buy the American Airlines the arena tickets. That's why they don't want to buy all the seats. In the uh, Yenta Center because they they've already outpriced themselves. And if you took the corporate seats, the skyboxes, and all the big ones, if you took the seats that they buy out of there, how many people, how many like average mom and pop, the real fans who give their uh, support, their emotional and tangible support, how many of them could afford to go there? I just want to puke. One twenty-eight at
0: five sixty QAM.
2: Thread them and
0: say cheese. This is Learning to Spell with Don L. I be Don L. Jackson, and today we're going to spell the word money. Spell it with me now. Money. M-O-N-E-Y. Now, let's use it in a sentence. When I finish playing basketball, my knee show gets stiff. This is Learning to Spell with Don L. I be Donnell L. Jackson.
11: It's only
3: $50. 133 at 560 WQ. Let's take up a collection, okay? I'm so uh, emotional from that last guy. And, I, I, you know, I let him go on like an extra two minutes. I extended the break there because I thought he was going to say something. Uh, I'm, I just want to go out in the streets and take up a collection for all these poor jocks. Because, hey, I mean, they put all their sweat out there and their energy and their effort, and they're making such a great contribution to society, and they can only play for five years and make 3 $4, 6000000 a year, you know. How many people in this audience are going to make $3 million in their lifetime? Let's see, if you work from the time you're like, let's let's say 20 to 65,
5: okay? It's 45 years. Right? And if you average, let's say you average during uh, those 45 years you were working, the average might be uh, what? 80,000? 60,000? What kind of work are we talking about? All right, 60,000, 30, that, that's, that's two. what is that? Is that possible? Is my math wrong? Let me do it again. I'm very good at math. 30? It's 2.7 million in a lifetime. Is that right? Does that sound right to you? How come I'm having such a problem with this? My math, I'm brilliant at math. That's the only thing I know is math. One, two, three, four, thirty. Yeah, two million seven hundred thousand dollars in a lifetime.
3: That these guys are going to go out and make three, four million dollars in a year, for not in a year, in a few months. And then, of course, after after they get done playing and their knees give out and all these terrible things happen, then they can go and become start preaching like uh, Reggie White
5: or like Evander Holy Molyfield. There's a the guy. Of course, he ain't playing that kind of sport, but nevertheless. In your entire lifetime, there are a lot of you who aren't going to make what some of these guys are going to make in one year for being dumb jocks, for
3: signing an X on a contract somewhere. And as far, let me say it again, as far as what the market will bear, they passed that long ago, long time ago. Take away, like I said before the break, all the corporate and the skybox and the big money seats, you haven't got squat left. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Uh, okay, my battery's dying. Uh, a couple things. Number that's one, unlucky. Yes, sir. If a guy's making fifty grand a year and thirty-year career, he's going to make a million and a half dollars right. in thirty years. Right. Right. All right. So uh, your medium of eighty or sixty or whatever number you're using, that's not realistic. I mean, guy's going to make a million and a half dollars in thirty years of work, but that's right. not what I called about. I called about the education sector. You know, this guy Tim Smith. Bottom line is, is that you know. If they want to improve the Broward schools, why don't they put a penny sales tax to the schools? No, he,
3: no. He he says we've already got uh, enough money. The money isn't the problem. It's those bozos in the Crystal Palace, the school board members. They're the problem.
10: No, but let me. I've got two children. I live in Broward. I've got two children. They're eleven-year-old twins. I have, they both go to different schools. Right. Because I have one child that goes to a good school uh, because he qualified by grades out in Coral Springs. And my other child qualified for the normal school, which is in my school district. Now, the one child who goes out to the school in Coral Springs, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, this child has books not only at school, but also books to bring home. Now, my other child has no books to bring home. Now, you go into the two schools, which I did recently on an open house night, Mm -hmm. and the one school in Coral Springs, has computers everywhere. Right. I mean, my son's got two computer classes, mm-hmm. and he's in sixth grade. My daughter, on the other hand, has no computers in any of her classes. Mm-hmm. So these are both Broward County schools. Right. Now, where's the parity here? None. I mean, you talk about lunches, and lunches, you know, heck, when I was in school, you know, if the, if the lunch it wasn't good, we brought our own lunches. That wasn't a big deal. But the bottom line was, with what's available in the schools? And I have one school that's got everything and the other school that's got nothing. And they're both the same grade. Yeah. You know, and.
3: Un- unconscionable. And the idea that we got kids going to school in portable classrooms is so nauseating and so grotesque to me. And if there is enough money, which we're always hearing, oh, there's enough money. Nobody wants to pay any more money for schools down here. Well, if that's the case, then why don't we have like a major. Scandal here. Why don't we have like a major house cleaning and investigation and find out where all the money is being misspent?
10: Well, you know, there was a caller a couple of days ago, and I tried to get through, and I couldn't get through. But the guy was talking about the school districts, and and that uh, you know, if we raise taxes and all this stuff, I, you know, whatever happened to the lottery money? It wasn't a question of. It, it's not so much how much money is raised; it's where it's going. Yeah. If we raise, you know, taxes. And to pay for schools, that's one thing, okay? But what they do, what the politicians do, is they take the money and divert it from one form of government to another form of government, and the school boards get the same amount of money year after year after year, and the money gets diverted somewhere else. You know, I mean, if people really cared about the kids, they would raise taxes... And and make that mandatory. You, you know possible. something,
3: if people really cared about the kids, then both newspapers, the Herald and the Sun Sentinel, would be running big, big articles every day. Like, instead of writing articles on the front page about who's buying the Marlins and where John Henry wants the new stadium, they'd be running big, big sections every day about where the money is being misspent, how much money needs to be raised to build the goddamn kind of schools that we need, and that that's what we'd be reading about instead of, oh gee, where does poor John Henry want us to build him a stadium, and how are we going to find the money to do it for him? I have a great day, and thanks. Including the editorials. Lead editorials in both newspapers. Oh, it enhances the quality of life. all oh, a bunch of bullcrap. You're peddling crap, you guys, at the newspapers. That's your specialty. That's what you do and what you know the best. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Exactly. You're pure, unadulterated peddlers of crap. Make no mistake about it. One page here. Oh, yeah, the schools are bursting at the seams. And here's another story. Oh, yeah, we're trying to find a way to get the uh, baseball stadium idea has support. That's you're going to get the kids a good education, isn't it, huh? That's going to get those kids out of those overcrowded goddamn porta potty, uh, whatever the hell it is that they're in. Man, I'll tell you one thing, and you can take it to the goddamn bank like Wayne said. If this country doesn't have its priorities upside down, then my name is goddamn John Henry, God forbid. That's our poll question, by the way. Can I ask Macho, Patrick Henry or John Henry? Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. John Henry says, give me $300 million.
9: Talk
2: dirty to me.
0: Dear paints. <laughs> I don't
2: think I like you anymore. <laughs> you used to watch me shave all you do is stare at the floor Oh, dear penis I don't like to lose more It used to be you and me A paper towel and a dirty magazine That's all we needed to get by Yes Now
0: it seems
2: things have changed And I think that you're the one to blame Dear penis, I don't like you
9: anymore He sings,
2: dear Rodney I don't think I'd like you anymore Cause when you get to drinking You put me places I've never been before Dear Rodney, I don't like you anymore why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship? Come to terms with truly how we feel. If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever, dear penis. I think I like you after all. Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 146 at
3: 560 WQM. By the way, here's a message to the impotent Norma Kent, okay? Don't call us, we'll call you. Bug off. Five six seven oh five sixty. like we don't have enough other Tories around here with a hysterical Norma Kent. Just go, uh,
5: you know, smoke some dope. Get out of here. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Mobile in Pompano. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Hey, you always bashing the Dolphins. They only lost one game. It ain't the season ain't over.
3: Yeah, how'd they play in the other two games? So what? Who did they play? They won. Who did they play? They won. Who did they play? They won. Okay, they won, they won. You're an asshole, man. They won, they won. Does that make you feel better? I bet he's squeezing it right now. They won, they won. See why can't you just be objective? Why can't you have a brain? Why can't you watch the game? See that your team is a disaster. There's something special, all right. They're a special case. They're the same old tired excuse. Oh, yeah, every year we're going to have a running game, and Cecil the Diesel, he's going to be the best ex con we ever had in the running in the backfield. All this other bullcrap. Bullcrap, baby. Bullcrap. Bull duty. Bull duty. And you've got, you got to be able to see that. You've got to be able to understand that. Not listen to all the hype that goes on on this radio station because it's in the self interest of the people that are saying these things. They barely beat a girls' team. They struggled life and death to beat a
5: girls' team in a game that Jake Plummer threw four interceptions in, and they still barely won the game anyway. No, but they won. They won. Okay, great. Okay, yours is bigger than mine, and probably that's true. And you know what? You're still an asshole.
3: Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Uh, I heard you before talking about how much the so-called dumb jocks make. Yes. And I just had a question for you. Um you're a big fan of the backdoor boys. How much did they make last year?
3: How many of their records are you buying?
10: How many of their records am I buying? Yeah. Zero.
3: And so what does that got to do with you?
10: Well, what it has to do with me is you're complaining about what ball players make, which I like ball players. I like the games. I yeah. don't like the ball players necessarily, but yeah. I like the games.
3: How much does it cost to buy a cd D?
10: Fifteen bucks.
3: Okay. How many how many tickets can you buy to go see a football game for fifteen bucks?
10: Um, None. I don't None. know.
3: I don't know what the prices are. Oh, okay. Well, call me back when you find out what the prices are. Then we'll have an intelligent conversation, sir. How can you have an, our discussion when you don't know what it costs the public to go out and subsidize, you lend their tangible support to their team? How can you have an intelligent conversation when you have no information?
5: The Backstreet Boys, guess what? I can hear the Backstreet Boys all day long, okay? Doesn't cost me a dime. I can watch the videos on MTV. doesn't cost me a dime. And you know something?
3: Maybe the answer is, like they did uh, after they ruined harness racing in New York, like in Yonkers. Almost nobody in the stands. Well, I'll do OTB. Everybody will stay home and watch. There won't be anybody in the stands. They'll just pump artificial crowd noise in. They'll just put cardboard
5: cutouts in there. And if it rains, they'll put, like, little rubber raincoats on the cardboard cutouts. They'll put ponchos on them. And everybody can stay home
3: and watch the games for free. The only problem is if that would happen, then they would start putting it on pay TV and it
5: would cost you to watch it. You'd have to pay even if you don't want to go attend it. This guy's comparing rock stars, entertainment people whose music you can buy or not buy or listen to or not, with athletes. In addition to which, I don't think anybody's asking us to build a goddamn stadium. So the Backstreet Boys can go perform there.
3: Recording uh, stars, they come to communities and they perform in whatever facilities, whatever venues are there.
5: Nobody builds a goddamn uh, place so that uh, Aerosmith can come as much as I like them or anybody else. How do you like that, sir? In addition to which, I
3: hate to break the news to you, but Big Papa got all the money, okay, all those early years up until the last year. Big Papa up there who manufactures all these boy groups, he got all the money.
5: You'd be embarrassed. You'd be hum- humiliated you use them as an example, those five kids. Who, by the way, have got more talent each
3: and every one of those five kids and their little finger and more intelligence than most of the jocks that you're worshiping, pal.
5: But you worship whoever you want. You know, get on your hands and knees and, and suck their rectum, uh, whatever you like, whichever body part turns you on. But don't
3: insult the public by saying it's going to cost you 60 and 80 and 100 bucks to go watch a horseball sporting event like last night. And today we got all these people. Oh, I
5: had a good time. Well, the one guy, at least he was honest. There were some uh, you know large breasted women in the uh, 405 there. There you go.